Oi, you lot, you listen to Garage Hammer, episode 75. On tonight's episode, the manlings talk about blood in the sun. The smart manling tells you how great he did. The fat manling tells you how poorly he played. <laughs> and then they got a bunch of guys on who actually know how to play Warhammer. So shut it! I'm listening to me show! Welcome to the Garage You Tools. We're going to make several promises for the next three hours or thereabouts. We're going to do the best we can to keep you informed, entertained, and perhaps have a laugh too along the way. Bringing you some blood, sun, and plenty of bits. I'm the Yutang. And I'm Abraham Lincoln. Hey, Gettysburg. How you doing? I'm doing great. Episode 75. Moving along. You know, uh, last episode was our uh, three-year anniversary. Wow. June 10th. June 10th was the first was episode. Three years? Might have been June 6th, but yeah, we've been doing this three years. That's crazy. I remember when I first heard of Garage Hammer, I'm like, wait, those guys are just down the street from me. <laughs> yeah. I mean, so, you know, we totally kind of went over it because we were getting ready for bits, but right. you've been on for just, I think this is just about one year for is you, it too. a whole year? Christopher's wow. last episode was the episode after Blood in the Sun. Time flies. Yeah, we covered after Blood in the Sun, and Christopher said goodbye. I oh, think that's this right. will be like, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's and then right. you picked up yeah. the next episode, and you've stuck with it ever since. So excellent. Let's segue into sponsors. As always, we need to take a moment to thank our sponsors: Unique Gifts and Games in Grays Lake, Illinois; Game Preserve Stores in West Lafayette, Indiana; Cool Mini Nuts Dark Age; Mere Miniatures; GuildPainting.com; and Battle Foam, protecting your. Army. <laughs> so guttural. I know. <laughs> Very Germanic. There you go. I, sound like, I almost sound like Chris Braska after <laughs> a full day of smoking. That's baller, bro. <laughs> I was listening to their show earlier today. Are there bits coverage? Yes. They, they have good all-around coverage from the... Uh-huh. Participants' perspective. Yep, and uh, I'm glad those guys came out. I am too, and they're just great people. And then they couldn't go to Adepticon because they were having babies and stuff. <laughs> sure, yeah. So oh, I know how that is exactly. <laughs> so I was so glad they were able to come. Out. And I think their critiques were fair. Like I, I didn't listen to too much that I thought. I mean, because there's a couple of things that I sure. mean, they, were, they were critical. They weren't just all like, "Oh, this is awesome." But they're yeah, they're honest. No, yeah, I they agree. were honest. They're, yeah. they're fair. Oh, we do have a shout out, and that shout out is to the TC War Room. Um, awesome! It's uh, next tournament that we meet up, and this is just from me personal. This isn't, you know, but uh, I had a great time with them. They came out early. They were out Thursday playing at Grants. I uh, had a great time. Harrison got out there to play some games. Uh, he got to play against Steve Haver. Yep. Uh, I, I played against Andrew second round against his Chaos Dwarfs, lost again. Yep. I don't know why I enjoy playing them so much. I've still never beat them. I've never played them at all. I was supposed to play Andrew in a pickup game, but timing didn't work out. But they right. are definitely good guys. Yeah, no, they're great guys. And um, I'm gonna I'm bringing a Halloween cake to the next uh, to the next time we meet up at a tournament. What do you mean by that? A big cake. It's at Halloween time. It's got orange ice. Is it, it scary? Says, it says boo on it. Oh, it's a, oh, it's a ghost cake. <laughs> a boo cake or a boo cake? Yes. <laughs> Make sure to bring plenty of uh, napkins and tissue. So, uh, you want to talk about uh, voicemail? Oh, yes, Chris, we have voicemail. Did you, uh, <laughs> Tell me about voicemail. Did you find out we had voicemail? Tell me about this newfangled invention. 1-757-GHO6. Yes, call up now. 1-757-GHO6. You, too, can be a part of the show. That's 1-757-GHO6. And that GH stands for... Garage Hammer. Something like that. <laughs> but we got a voicemail from Cranky, and... Uh, Guess what we have? 
We have Google Voice Translator. Right. So Google Voice Translator time, folks. Give me one second, and I will come up with Cranky's uh, voicemail, and then we'll Google Voice Translate it. Let me preface this. Uh, remember when Cranky was given money for Friends Don't Let Friends Say A-I-C-Y? That's what something happened. Right. Yeah. And then um, he said, now someone would just pay them to stop rapping. So I said, we didn't do the rap. Maybe he should do a donation. Sure. And so now he's mad. I should pay you to stop only, rapping? It's only courteous. Oh, I know. You know? So. Oh, my gosh. Oh, it, was, it was a donation to his charity. I didn't say give it to us. But so <laughs> right. here's, the, here's, the, here's the voicemail, and then we'll get the Google translation. Donate money so you don't rap? That's like asking me to pay you to keep you from hitting on the pretty girl at the bar with the roided-out ex-football player boyfriend who's foaming at the mouth? Why would I pay you to keep you from making a fool out of yourself? You don't pay me to keep me from doing it to myself. Wait a minute. Yeah, whatever. I don't care. I said it. Listen. Why don't you just take Yellow Stole on the rap tour, okay? The two of you, split. Donate money? Yeah, you do. Rap. That's like asking me to pay you to keep you from getting on the pretty good at the bar. With the weighted out text of that her boyfriend, we're trying to get them out. Why don't I tell you the cheap, Ultimico, and yourself? Do I need to keep doing it to myself? We've been, yeah, whatever. I don't care. I just had a this is wanted you to take. You know I'm still on the two, okay? But I love you tonight. (laughs) 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 Yay, Google Translation. (laughs) But I love you tonight. (laughs) That's really what Cranky's trying to say. I think so. Message received, loud and clear. Maybe that's what this is. Maybe there's what you're saying and Google Voice... Uh, is is not typing what you say, but the subtext. It's telling you. It's, it's saying what you meaning. feel. Yeah. Like, you really mean this. <laughs> yeah. It's reading between the lines. I love you tonight. Thanks, Frankie. But I love you we tonight. We love you right back. Why Just don't I tell you the cheap Ultimaco? You, no. I'm sorry. Why don't I tell you the cheap Udimaco? U-T-I-M-A-C-O. I don't know that that's a word. And yourself. Do I need to keep doing it to myself? We've been, yeah. Whatever. <laughs> I love me some Google Voice. That's good times. All right. So if you want to be on the show, and you don't just have to do it. Guys, if you have something you want to say, uh, give a call. I don't. We love getting voicemail. Absolutely. So just leave it, and then you know we'll Master we'll Engineer it. needs yeah. something to do. So Yes, he does. Yes, he does. Machine. And, uh, oh, what was the thing? Oh, we got one from Hastings. I can't play it. From Bits? Yeah. We were ah. actually joking around about the voicemail, and I called from my phone and handed it to him, and he walked off and said stuff. <laughs> But it was such he was it was so out in left too many field. Cuckoo clocks, huh? There was too many cuckoo clocks, too much weird stuff. I got a picture I think we should use it. I'm gonna give it to you to use as the image of Hastings just laying spread eagle on the floor on his back like he was passed. <laughs> fully out. clothed, I yes, fully clothed. <laughs> 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 All right, you know what? Let's take our first commercial break and we'll come back with uh, news and rumors in the toolbox. Sounds good. Hey folks, it's Dave, and I wanted to talk to you for a minute about Battle Foam. You've all heard me talk about it before. The foam is firm, it doesn't separate from the base, they custom cut, 
design, make any piece of foam you want to fit any model you want. Anytime a new army comes out, within days, you've got battle foam cut and designed to fit those models. This isn't a game company making cases on the side. This is a carrying case company making foam and custom carrying cases to protect your army. It's what they do. It's all they do. Check it out at battlefoam.com. Battle Foam, protecting your army. And we're back, everyone. Garage Hammer coming next episode 75. Yeah, 75. So you wanted to talk about news and rumors brought to you by Circle City Circuit? Sure. Um, let's see. Uh, well, actually, there is no real big rumors coming out yet. I guess uh, someone said that the new White Dwarf is downloading right now. and um, But it's uh, July's Apocalypse. So okay. 40K. That 40K big stuff. Yeah. Nice. It, you know what? It, those games look really cool. They've always I, looked really cool. I know there's a lot the of models just are take nice. It off. The fluff is great. Yeah, but they have those like record, those LP size templates, yeah, and stuff it's like here. Put all these models down and then well, take them all off. You have flyers that aren't even on the table at some points. Yeah, you know they're not even represented on the table. So I don't yeah. know. It's it, totally, it's totally different game, but yeah, it looks great. Yeah, it looks cool. So is it, is it a new rule set for Apocalypse? Well, or, I'm assuming so because they got a new rule set. I mean, there's a new edition of. 40k out so okay, so this is so okay this is bringing it around then well, they got, they've even got new new unit types i mean the flyers they didn't have those okay. rules for those flyers before so you've got to you've got to incorporate everything you I know see. what i'm saying right so i'm uh i'm just looking forward to see what it looks like like i said going by and seeing a giant a game of apocalypse on on a table is usually pretty mm-hmm. darned impressive I wonder, is a 4x6 table big enough? No, I don't think so. They use at least 4x8. Oh, really? Wow. Yeah. But, uh, you know, not a lot of rumors. I did see, now, since since we talked last, the Murworm came out for... For Forge World. Yes. It looks pretty cool. Yeah, yeah, I agree. It, it does look really cool. 60 pounds. I don't remember hearing about it on either of their podcasts. I mean, maybe they did, and I just wasn't paying attention. Kind of came in under the radar. You know, it, I, I like it. I think I think it's really cool. Hey, this is a Trish is Morrison. Is that her name? Uh, I forget. I don't forget what her last name is. But yes, it's it is a Trish model. She sculpted it. It's not as thin and flat as a lot of them are. It's kind of outside of her normal equation. I think of yes. her style, and it's actually quite cool. It looks semi realistic, like it could exist in your aquarium somewhere. Yeah, uh, the head on shot. I'm not so certain what I think of it. It looks very oceanic. You know, beasty. Yeah, there's some oh, there's some you know slightly odd stuff to it. It's it's a cool model, and like I said, I mean her models usually have that pose with the one claw coming straight down <laughs> right. and the other one coming in from the side, and yeah. this it's walking. It's got sort of stubby legs. It's fat. It's like it's, got some yeah. weight to it. They're not. It's not a skinny dragon or a real thin. Right. It's it's um it's not so much stylized. It looks more natural, like something you'd see in nature. Yeah. Yeah. So the bends. I, I quite like it. Uh, yeah. the, you know, the Asian per, per, part of me says, uh, ooh, let's cut that up and put it on a bed of rice, wrap it in seaweed, and dip it in wasabi. Jeez. <laughs> 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 uh, it's got barnacles growing on it. I got a feeling this is not a tasty treat. Well, either is a puffer fish, but yeah. they eat those two. And if you look anyway. on the side, it seems like it's crawling over what's left of a ship. So that right. should give you a sense of scale to it, yeah, that is, is it's crawling over a the boat. The problem is, I don't know about you, but I don't know what I'd use this for. 
I, I was. Is it in Monsters Arcanum? I'm thinking it is. I don't. I don't have it, but I think it is. Oh, I'll have to, we'll, we'll have to check. I've got it over on the shelves over you there. Know, they used to, the old um, Storm of Chaos High Elf list used to have the Lothar and Seaguard uh-huh. list, where Merlworm was a part of what you could take. Oh, cool! So in addition to all the shooty, it was all shooty. You could take these as a beast option. Well, it's funny because normally it'll say that this is in Monsters Arcanum, or it'll say that we have the experimental rules here, and you can click on them. Yeah, like that with the giant. The like giant orc idol and yeah, these the, other things. Yeah, yeah uh, there was no link for test things, and it didn't mention Monstrous Arcanum either. So I, I could, I'm only assuming if they didn't have any rules for it that it's got to be in the Monstrous Arcanum or something. I don't know. I, I hope so. Or maybe be something someone... upcoming. Well, like you said, the level of the realism where it's got that sort of lizardy look to it. Um, just this, this the the bulging fatty parts on it. It just yeah. it didn't look like her normal. It almost looks like sculpting. a. Uh, like a sea lion or a seal, like out of water, it's kind of clumsy and kind of bulky, right. but in the water it moves really quick. Yeah, it's kind of like it strikes me as that, it's something like that. Yeah, absolutely. But that's all I saw for new stuff. You know, I haven't been checking out every single site. I mean, I'm you know, I'm sorry. I, I haven't either. But between bits and everything else, exactly. I, I mean, I know Mantic's been. I, I get their emails, and I know that they've got a new cast up, and mm-hmm. they're um, they're getting a lot of their Kings of War stuff is really starting to crank out at oh, this cool. point for the next shipment wave. Yeah. Um, that's about it. Uh, you want to move along to the toolbox? Sure. Toolbox is brought to you by Chaos Orc Superstore. Chaos Orc Superstore. Chaos Orc Superstore. Chaos Orc Superstore. So that one I tried to enunciate versus before. Uh, we yeah. Like, yeah, we're, yeah, we enunciate now. <laughs> or enunciate. <laughs> Wrong. <laughs> this is Illinois. <laughs> this is Illinois. What does that have to do with it? Not Ohio. <sighs> Oh, that was cold zing. See what I did there? See <laughs> yeah. that? Did you catch See, that? See, I set you up and you spiked. That's, That's right. That's right. <laughs> anyway. You know, I saw Andy at um, Blood in the Sun, and I saw him like at the beginning, and yeah. I saw him like a little bit in the middle at the end. It just was like we were both doing other things. Sure. It was weird that our paths barely crossed like the whole weekend. Yeah, I, I talked to him a little bit in passing. Either that weekend was a big blur. I saw everyone, but just in small like bits. Yeah, for lack of a better term. <laughs> Except for the you know the actual judging crew, and we are always together. So. Right. Yeah, heck, I barely talked to any of you guys over the weekend. Yeah. I was doing my games. Doing, yeah, you were busy playing. We were busy facil- facilitating. So. Yeah. So, but uh, okay. So any uh, any have you done any modeling or hobby work? Other um, than- you know, hobby related. It's uh, I, I built made those mushrooms, made and painted those mushrooms that uh, were on the five orc tables for bits. All right. Um, and big shout out to Greg and Stephanie Marcotte for helping with the buildings you know grant uh, of course helped as well so uh, <laughs> yeah, he had a little something to do with it uh, so the orc tables uh, was kind of the big hobby push for us and that was five tables so going forward we may do additional tables and there's different scenarios that were kind of entertaining in terms of how to get those executed but um other than that for like casual hobby <laughs> can i say that yeah casual hobby i worked a little bit on the um orc idol got the base for that scored away in terms of sanding it and, and putting cork on it and stuff. So okay. I'm, I'm about to prime it and start painting it for Invasion Kenosha, which is coming up here shortly. Nice. Other than that, oh, I did start uh, using the, um, uh, what is that? Sculpey? Sculpey clay? Sculpey clay to start making customized bases. Okay. And I bought a, a rubber mold press and got, got like a, a pizza dough roller thing to smooth it out and press it on there. Okay. So I've made my first set of bases for my new Dragon Princes, which is the new kit. 
Okay. So those are glued on, ready to prime also. So I'm psyched about painting those. And I've been doing a lot of research in terms of paint and what color scheme I want to do. So I'm looking forward to painting up um, a couple models, you know, an archer here or a spearman there in that new color scheme. So I'm very excited about that. Cool. Anything else? Uh, that is about it. All right. Well, uh, I haven't, I still haven't been doing much hobby stuff. Um, Did you have a lot to do to prepare for bits, or were you? No, I just took my Depticon list. I haven't. I haven't. Fine. I haven't done anything since Depticon. Seriously, with end of school and beginning of summer, and the kids have summer school, and I've been doing yeah, all sorts of stuff. David, just, you don't. You don't have to defend your position. It's, no, you I didn't just, have time. You didn't have time. It makes me. It's. I'm, it's a little upsetting. It's been like two and a half months since I've done any hobby. Almost. Actually, it's been two months. Almost exactly two months since I've done any hobby. And for a while there, for almost three months, I did something every day. So it's like. Well, it comes and goes for you. Right. But now that summer is here. Oh, I'm trying. We that's expect the, big things from you. <laughs> yeah, no, I got to work on that Empire Army. Golden Demon. You're oh, right. That yeah, that's the plan. Um, but uh, I have drawn up two new display boards. Uh, I was working on a dwarf one and on a VC one because hmm. I've still got all those uh, molds with the uh, the cool stone. You know, like, like the we can make them out of the uh, plaster, the plaster molds. Okay. I bought a bunch of them at Gen Con last year, and I'm still I'm getting ready to the point where I want to use them and start making a really cool... Gearing up, huh? Yeah. And, uh, well, I'm also looking at if I can make enough of these things, because they are like, I think they're on 20, I think they're 20 mil sized, like the actual squares of each individual tile that you could make. So if I've got a bunch of those, I could start making them up and use them possibly as me doing some fancy bases wow. as well. custom bases. Look I'm, at you. I'm thinking about it. It's, it's something I've never done. I've never done it with any army. I've just done it, you know, Well, I, I, I started, so yeah. we should do it together. Exactly. Chronicle that, that trial and error. That should be cool. That should be really cool. I actually was talking, Conzi came up and wanted to do like a hobby day. Mm-hmm. He said he'd be willing to come down if we had a whole day. You know, he could come out for the day, maybe crash at someone and, you know. Oh, that'd be uh, cool. And I know Aaron wanted to come out and do a hobby day, so I'm thinking we should get like Oh, a, a whole bunch of, of people. And yeah, with you know, because like I know Conzi's done the uh, plaster molds before, so yep. if I get the stuff set up, he can kind of walk uh, me through it, make sure I'm doing tutorial. it right. Yeah. Aaron's here to help people with sculpting and show people stuff. He said he'd be he'd love to. So I was like, oh, that sounds like a lot of fun. So instead of a big day where everyone comes over and plays a bunch of games, everyone comes over and hobbies, yeah. paints, shares techniques. Yeah, uh, we, that, we, there's no you know we got to get this in that, and we can just put the tables away, More pull relaxed, out stuff, yeah. do a hobby, put on some movies, go out. Barbecue, yeah. crack some beers. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. So uh, Throw it up, as they say. <laughs> yeah, there you go. <laughs> I'm really thinking about finishing the black coach. Like, I'm thinking, I'm, I don't. Why? Why well, now? I want to use it. I've always wanted to use it, but it's like, now I got back, and it's like, I got back, and I looked at, one of the things I didn't, I don't have in my army, really, is because I haven't been using the mortise engine. Yeah. And I don't run the terror geist so it's like i've got all this infantry there's nothing that really stands out nothing that yeah augmented yeah and i think if i work on the black coach well enough if i can get it going so it looks halfway decent it'll be a nice thing to bring in and i like it it's fun it's a fun thing to play with it doesn't suck as bad i think as other people think it does it's hard to say i mean i I rarely see them now but i do remember back maybe it was too long ago but back then they were a real pain in the butt yeah i mean they can be but they don't i don't think they charge up as quick so, yeah, I mean, it's so dice-dependent. Yeah, that's the thing. So what is? how does the mechanic work? You roll your winds of magic, however many dice you roll, you roll that many dice, and, and sixes. All sixes, that just, you don't take them out of your pool. Right, you just roll however many. However many you got, that just charges the coach. But you used to roll on both of our turns. So it doubles up. It, it now take, I just yeah, roll on, goes quicker. on my own turn. Twice as fast, right. So you know, I'm only rolling once per, you're only rolling once per you know, turn, game turn instead of twice. 
So your, your average of Wounds of Magic will be seven dice. So you're on average getting one, maybe two sixes a turn. Yep. That's not quick enough then, huh? Well, I mean, to get it all the way charged up to flying and ethereal, you need all six. At what point does it start to become game effective? You know, honestly, I think I think it's pretty decent before it charges up. It's got a four of armor save. I think I think it's a four of armor save, and it's got a four of ward. Four ward, and so, it's got magic resistance a lot too. I no, think. that's one of the. That, oh, that's one of the. That's things. one of the things gotcha. when it charges up, starts getting more magic resistance. It gets like scythe wheels, and then hatred, and then all this extra stuff. Hmm. I, don't know, uh, I see it. I, I, I see it being a fun thing. You know, you roll the winds of magic, and then here we go. Let's see what happens. It's vampiric, so it can move around. Oh, yeah. The full, the full. I think it moves eight or ten inches. Did you feel uh, over the bits weekend that you needed something like that? No, not necessarily. It's just I, I'm, I want to try to take something different in my list. I I've see. been playing. Th- I've been playing this particular list now for about four months, and it's like I want to try something a little different. I was talking to um, Nickel. Uh-huh. And it was before your game with him, which was, what, game four? Yeah. yeah. We, were, we were talking about that. I'm like, oh, you have a game against White Tech, I see. That should be a good game. He, and he kind of nodded his head. Yeah, it's going to be a good game. He's getting good with that list, is what he said. I st- I'm starting to know what I'm doing. That's a good thing. So anything else hobby-related for you? When are you, you going to start working on these display boards that you've sketched? Uh, well, I want to finish up the Black Coach, and I want to start taking a look at a few other things. I just... Right now, I've got so many projects at hand. I still need to. I want to. I still want to finish up my VC, although I've got a lot of stuff left to paint, and I kind of, I kind of want. I kind of don't wanna. It's like, <laughs> wait, well, what, what don't you want to paint? Well, I've okay. I've why got would a, it get, get painted? I've got a hundred or hundred and twenty ghouls painted, and I've got twenty ghouls that are just primed that I got later. So you need more ghouls. And that's the thing. I have them, and they're built because I got them from Mantic, and in, when I play Kings that's of War, that's core, though, isn't it? Yeah. Okay. The thing is, when I play Kings of War, I will definitely use them. So I, I want to get them painted eventually. Mm-hmm. But right now, I don't need them to play my Warhammer list because I have 100 painted. And I'm not going to take 100. Which is established. That's more than enough. Yeah. Right. So it's like I have them. I kind of need to paint them, but I don't really feel like painting them. Sure. I'm in a weird spot with this army. Like, I feel done with it, but there's still models left unpainted. I'm thinking the Black Coach is something I've been hemming and hawing and putting off because I need to get... All these rank and file things built. I've got enough rank and file now where I can go back and start picking up the toys and try to. That's a good spot to be in. Yeah, so it's, that's it's a fun place. Yeah, so that's that's kind of what I want to do. So the display boards, until I figure out exactly how I want to do them, I'm just gonna hold off. I forgot to mention, I did buy a whole bunch of new high elf stuff. Oh yeah, lots of core, lots of, of um, sword masters, about two hundred dollars worth from someone on IWFB. Nice. So that is the beginning of the new high elf army. So you're going to have two high elf armies. Or you're basically going to have a lot of points of high elves. Well, it's going to be two different looking high elf armies. Right. But if you needed to field, if we were going to ever play a... a we could. A psycho... If you wanted to do 10,000 points, like we talked about. I've if I, if I actually fielded my Kings of War models and my GW mm-hmm. VC, and I finished building the last few things... I'd have to I'd have to max out on characters too. Like sure. I'd have to take about twenty five hundred points in characters, but as long as it's legal, <laughs> we should do it. <laughs> it might be fun. Oh, Ten thousand point rage. We'll put all. We'll put have a twelve foot table. Oh, that'd be sweet. Yeah, just pack it in there. <laughs> I'd have to borrow a lot of phoenixes. I think. <laughs> <laughs> oh, what would the army rules be for that? Grand armies is double, but once you start getting into, you know, I mean, that's grand army is over three thousand. If we're playing ten. You have to, you, that's like bonkers armies. 
<laughs> I don't know. Exactly. I mean, what would you do? Double it? I mean, you could still double it and keep it fair, I guess. It's crazy. Yeah. It's good. Here we are. How would we work How a 10,000 point game? Because <laughs> we're nuts. That would be cool, though. If we do that, we'll get that all videotaped and stuff. Yeah, that would be sweet. All right. So, any more building from you? Nope, that's it for me. Me too. Did you do any? Did you read anything? I, you have, sadly, I've not. You've been really busy. Yeah. Yeah. So I did return your book, Flight of the Eisenstein, tonight. I'm sorry you haven't had a chance to finish it, and I will loan it to you once you have finished it, or okay, once so I, I have finished it. I think that little rubber band you pulled out of there was my bookmark, but you can take it you're out. You're on page 18. If I give it back to <laughs> you, you're, you're going to start again. Right. <laughs> <laughs> you lost my spot. Yeah, I need to start this for uh, after Eleanor. Yeah. Well, maybe we should talk about uh, other and then go into games because uh, yes. you played a lot of games. Yeah. I've even managed to squeeze in a couple games here and there. Which is excellent. Yes. So, um, did you do any other? Um, the only thing of note is my I got my wife to start watching Game of Thrones. And over the course of two weeks, we buzzed through seasons one and two and three. And uh, I've always loved that show. Got her hooked on it. Although she likes it, but she hates it. She hates the characters just die. Like, Pretty much. It's, yeah. it, it's All the really, heroic characters die. That's her problem. It's really graphic. And uh, it's, it I is mean, graphic, but it's, it's a, very much an anti-hero type story. That's why he does it, though. Hey, people die. People, they, they have a bright future. It, and it they is, die but, you know, I read someone's reaction to that, those episodes on Facebook, and, it was, and they said something to the effect of, you know, when, when I step out into the world every day to go to work, it, the world is filled with, you know, hate and... and all these bad things that make me feel bad. I don't right. need to sit at home and watch TV and watch that to get the same feeling. I did tell my wife, because uh, she was reading, and she's like, oh, something horrible happens. And I go, tell me this. Does Tyrion get killed? Because if he gets killed, I'm done. I can stop watching the show right now. You would not stop. I probably would. No, you would But wouldn't. I'm so yeah. – <laughs> he's such. He's like my favorite character. He's a good character. If yeah. he dies, I will be really pissed. Do you have the Blu-ray version? No, I just uh, watch it on HBO. I, the, I have HBO Go, so I can watch all right. of it. The, the Blu-ray version, they, there are little animated clips that give the backstory of what happened in Westeros, all the different families and everything. Oh, really? Yeah, and there, so they have animations, kind of s- simple animations that kind of put it in context, and then they're narrated by different by different people. Okay. They, they, if Whether they're a party to that specific story or whatnot, like they tell the story of the Hound and what their relationship is with the Lannisters okay. or... Um, uh, the, the the people that um, the hound, another character who's completely changed in the yeah, last yeah. book. Like just my opinion of him is just so, so different. Yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah they, they fill in uh, Theon and how he became a ward of the Starks and why yeah, that whole dynamic. I always wondered you know why he ended up at Winterfell. Yeah, uh, them and uh, it's you know, very interesting. So if you can go to YouTube and look those up. Yeah, that sounds cool. I yeah. definitely will look that up. Yeah, those are they're really well done. All right, so <laughs> so back on topic. Uh, let's see. I did go to see. I saw Now You See Me, which was kind of eye oh, candy. Yeah, I that. It was kind of eye candy. It wasn't a great movie. In was fact, that a there spy were, movie. No, or they were like movie. magicians, and they were like stealing stuff, and okay. it was just really. It wasn't great, but it was fun. Like if you just want to sit down, and some sure. mindless no, no brainer. Yeah. Summer blockbuster type movie. Yeah, you want to rent this with with the you know with your wife and a couple of friends. Sure. It's 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 harmless fun. So okay. I saw that, and I saw Superman. I saw it three times. So I'm guessing you kind of liked it. Man of Steel was awesome. Man of Don't Steel say was anything. Awesome. I, I won't. I, I hear good things. And I think that's uh, I think that's it. Wow. Okay. Why don't we take another break, mm-hmm. and we'll come back. Uh, you got a bit of a high elf update. A little bit. You've been playing a little bit, yep. and then we'll uh, we'll get your thoughts your your thoughts after uh, 
Blood in the Sun. We'll sort of talk tournament in general, and then we'll uh, we can cover my sure. journey through this. I guess. Sounds good. All right. That's right, folks. Chaos Orc Superstore, your one-stop shop for all your hobby gaming needs. They've not only got current and classic GW releases, Chessex Dice, and Vallejo Paints, but now they're also carrying Mantic, Infinity, Flames of War, Privateer Press, Soda Pop, Dark Age, and other assorted board and miniature-based games. They usually ship within 24 hours, and the model in the picture is the model they ship to you, because at Chaos Orc Superstore, what you see is what you get. Chaos Orc Superstore. Here we are. All right. So, Chris, you've uh, you got a couple of games in with your high elves. I have. Outside of bits, uh, you know, some people came into town and there are some practice games to be had. I played Alex Nikotenko against, uh, and his Nurgle Demons. Uh, he had never played with that army before, even though he's had the model since, you know, 5th edition or however long it was. Okay. So he wanted to get a test game in. He wanted, to, he wanted me to play... Um, you know, a t- what I would bring to be competitive in terms of a high-off list. Okay. So I brought, you know, sh- mixed a mixed list, lots of shooting, some combat elements. Um, and I got to tell you... Double Frosty. No, that one I, I went with a single flame. Really? Not yeah. a Frost one at all? No. Trying something new? Did Trying he have a rider? New? No rider. Oh. I, I didn't have the points. Oh, playing it risky. Yeah, yeah mixing <laughs> it up, picking my spots. <laughs> That you know that Flamespire Phoenix with the rider is just too expensive. I think if you get him, you don't have trouble squeezing into level four. That's the thing. It's it's expensive, but uh, I don't know. I mean, it just it seems kind of cool. I've seen people try it and use it. Yeah, it was it was okay. It, you know, in that game, it didn't really pull its weight. So he wanted that matchup to you know kind of cut his teeth and, uh-huh. and get a, a tough matchup for him, and that's what it was. So uh, you know, lots of shooting early on. Um, in the end, I almost tabled him except for his big block of, um, I think it was a 40-ish... Uh, Plague Bears? Plague Bears. And in two combats in a row, he rolled Snake Eyes. No so way! So whatever I killed just came all the way back. Oh, that's kind of awesome. That's yeah. just, it's brutal. It's annoying. It is, oh, it is. It drives me nuts. It happened to me. I've had I've had 12s and uh, Snake Eyes pop up on break test at bits. Right, yeah. And e- each time, they're just there's there's no somebody on that table is going oh yeah, yeah. but it makes <laughs> chaos look like a very fun army to play because of that because <sighs> no game is the same. Demons came off the chopping block list after playing but it's against so them. It's it's so much fun. Like I said, I I don't want to sell them now. Yeah, so they're I can saying, see them being you know I don't know I they I, they're on my radar too at some points. <laughs> like, oh, they could be interesting, and they they could be a quick easy paint. Like you know they if could you wanna, be. Yeah, you know, just if you want to get something up and ready and on the table. Yeah, because um, I've played I've played against Mono Corn now too, and you know what, Mono Corn's not that bad if you know how you, what you're doing. Right. Yeah. True. So Nickel's getting good with that list. <laughs> <laughs> right back at you, Ryan. There you go. Fair play. So but, uh, so that was my game against Alex, and um, you know I never take any game against Alex lightly. So <laughs> yeah. 
See, the second game was against Eric Bemis in his uh, Vampire Counts. Okay, that was when you were playing Friday Night at Pits. Correct. Okay. And uh, he he ran a very interesting list. Okay. Uh, Super Horde, two big blocks of Crypt Horrors, one big block of Vargeists, and then huge blocks of zombies. So I think his uh, intent was to tie you up with the zombies and then just come in on the flanks. Okay. And uh, what he does is he, he puts the Crypt Horrors front and center. Mm-hmm. That's kind of his anvil, and then the zombies behind it. So it'll hit you with the Crypt Horrors and then flank you with... He had two units of Vargeist, one five and one three, I think. Oh, okay. And swoop those in on the flanks and try to get you. And he had two level four Necromancers. Okay. Okay. So he's just bringing, you know, stuff up. And so, I, you know, in this game I played my uh, my ant, my, I was going to say anvil squeeze, the Wayshard squeeze list. Okay, which is? Which, uh, it has the uh, the ambushing unit of spears. Oh, right. Uh, but the uh, Dragon Prince with all the characters, that unit, two Frost Hearts, et cetera. And uh, he wasn't prepared with how fast that list was. It so he deployed, he deployed everything central. I, I deployed everything, all my chaff in the middle, and then strong right. So the, the Dragon Prince was going to hook in, and then the, the spears came in in the rear. So you didn't even worry about the left. You're not trying to get him not on both all. flanks. No. You're just so like, I'm, I'm just going to throw everything yeah, up the right I'm, side. I'm throwing you off balance on your away on your right, so it, it will take you forever to turn everything and all his other units on the far side to make their way all the way over. So I pl- applied pressure in that one spot. It, you know, he did an inter- interesting thing. When the ambushing spears ke- finally came on, turn two, I put him right behind his skeleton bunker that has, had his level twos uh-huh. or level fours. You know, because you always go for the, the bunker. If you can right. damage that bunker, all of a sudden the VC player's in damage control, raising more stuff to keep that bunker around. Exactly. The way that it was situated, he turned one zombie horde around... Uh, move the other, shuffle the other zombie horde. So basically, he boxed in that unit of spears so that I couldn't do a legal charge. You couldn't, you couldn't move, and it was almost like like a triangle. Correct. You were standing there at a bit of an angle, and he had yeah, almost like the the back of the board, right, right. and then two sides. And so, uh, if they if were blocked, one of us charged, nobody could I, close no one the could door. close the door because his other zombie unit was on the side of my spears. Okay. So we were kind of you stuck You couldn't there. close the door on... If you charged that, you couldn't close the door. And the thing is, he couldn't close the door either. That was... Correct. The, that we both... Because of that zombie unit that was on the side. Yeah. Because the way, they, the that, way that they were even towards each yeah. other, they would have to turn... That's not an easy position, actually, to sort of get two units it's into. It's hard to orchestrate that. Right. Yeah, so I think it was maybe somewhat accidental. Maybe it wasn't. Maybe he did it on purpose. I don't know. But uh, that... But you so, got to kind of be at the right place at the right, right time to right. get them so in he, that... So he get definitely capitalized on that. So, so his... What, 182 points of zombies held up uh, about 450 points of Isles? But it still ended up in a draw, so I'll take it as a moral victory. There you go. So, But that was uh, fun to get that one in. So are you finding the Frost Heart just to be all it's cracked up to be? Uh, yes and no. And in this third game, I played against Steve Luckman. Okay. That well, You were saying you were playing against... And yeah. I was just like, is that Luckman that he's playing yeah, against? Yeah, he, 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 we played a, a casual game over at my place. Uh, 2,000 points against his lizard men. Okay. And I'll tell you, for every great matchup that the Frostheart has, it's still susceptible to poison shooting. It just is. Oh, uh, that's true. You know, sixes, you get enough shots in there, sixes to wound it. It's only got a five-up armor, five-up ward. You're only going to save so many. It's only got five wounds. Yeah. So against a lot of poison skinks, he had the Stegodon that I think had 46 shots. Okay. That were poison. You know, just laid waste to it, killed it after you know two rounds of shooting. So, ah, so, so yeah, that was a. That's what I need. I got to get in there with the uh, ghouls. That's that's what's going to be. Yeah, I would never charge ghouls. With well, I I would hope to be able to get into a position yeah. to try to charge you. That's 
Van Helsing and moving well, well, around. I'm flying 20 inches. Well, that's true. I don't true. think that's going to happen. What? Save that for the table. Yeah. No table talk. No. <laughs> yeah. Keep your strategies quiet. So, so Steve actually beat me in that game. Nice. Yeah, lizard men. So high elves suck. Tend to old is, that, high is that what we're saying yeah, now? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not playing a stupid army anymore. Where are my dragon riders? <laughs> right. So, so in that uh, suite of three games, I went a win, a draw, and a loss. <laughs> so oh, they're right there. There you go, right? <laughs> <laughs> um, now, we did get an email, and I'm going to forward it. I don't know if you got a copy of it. I know I'm going to – I told Nickel about it. I'm going to forward it to him, too. I don't have it in front of me, so I apologize. Um, I was from someone from the U.K. who yeah. sent it to us and basically had listened to the review, and they liked what we had to say, but they – and I, I'm talking if, – if I'm correct, if this is what I think it is, uh, it's like one of the top-ranked high-elf players in, mm-hmm. in the U.K. Yeah. And um, – is this a, a it was a it was walk a, between worlds? Criticism? Have, no, it was more of a uh, just he would rank them if you list. Remember when we asked where you'd rank them among the other armies? Okay. He said tenth to twelfth place. Tenth to twelfth. So, bottom third, top huh. to middle of the bottom third, and we, you, I know you and Ryan had him somewhere. I think between like you know six and eight, yeah. which would be seven. But so you know, right. six to eight. <laughs> Well, it's not that far off. No, I mean... A couple well, of spaces. I mean... Four. Out of 15. Three, four, yeah, five that's, spaces. that's a third of the list, though. So he was curious. I'm going to forward you guys those emails. Okay. Because it was, it was really well thought out. He was like, I'm not trying to be a jerk sure. and say you're wrong. He's like, I just don't... He goes, I look at the A, B, and C. I don't know if maybe it's... If there's, you know, differences, if there's comp differences. It could in be. List could different metas. Yeah. You know, I hate that term, but... No, it it is what it is. Play. Exactly. I, I wonder if he's a... Um, do they, does, is he a player of Uncopped Warhammer? I mean, his email probably tells all. Uh, I don't remember. I don't remember them talking about comp so much, you know. But, I, I mean, if it's from the U.K., I'm assuming he's mm-hmm. playing somewhat comped if he's ranked. Yeah, it's hard to say. I mean, the jury, is, for me, is still out on the high elves in terms of where they rank exactly. Maybe, but your initial impressions were pretty good. They are pretty good. I mean, maybe my initial assessment was too high. I think, did I say 10th? Like, around the 10th spot out of 16? I think Somewhere you guys had him in the top in the top part of the middle third, so that would be between like six, seven, eight, I guess. Yeah, I would. Th- I I still I hold I hold by that. I still, I think I, I think that's right. The upper of the middle tier. Well, like I said, I'll I'll forge you guys the emails yeah, to be, make sure. I th- I could have sworn, but I I'll just make sure you guys get a copy okay. so you guys can respond and put your thoughts out there. Okay, maybe maybe you know over time. Yeah, the Hiles will have bigger weaknesses I or strengths. Was, I just thought it was interesting. We got a few people actually emailing us saying, "Hey, you know." A lot of people say, hey, I enjoyed the review, but there's some real, okay, what about this, this, and this? Sure. I was like, okay, I'm passing this on to you guys to play it. Because <laughs> I'm like, okay. okay. <laughs> yeah, send it through. We did get a lot of reaction on the spell Walk Between Worlds. Turns out you cannot move that through a unit. Oh, because it makes them... Well, it makes them ethereal. Okay. And you get a, uh, a move. They can move as if they, it were the remaining move subphase. Oh, that's right. Okay. You can't move them. You can move them through terrain, but not through enemy units. Okay, that's so right. I, I, never, I don't think... I don't I, know. It was I late when we recorded. We uh, might collectively might have thought that. I never played it that way, but it, that, were it we talking about that for the Phoenix? Not for the Phoenix, but moving a unit oh, through true, another they, unit to yeah. get into a better position. Uh, okay, right. Because I say with the Phoenix, you still could because it would still fly over. That yes, uh, that's yeah. the way I understand it. But that's still open to debate, right? So well, they, and just, they, they've added that to the FAQ, the Work of Progress FAQ. Oh, really? Yeah. Well, like I said, I would just like I said it, the. The hex rains can do it. Right, so the precedent is there. And this thing isn't even going through a unit. It's flying over, over a unit. Well, that's so. the other question. Does that spell allow units to fly, or do they have to use their ground movement? That was oh. another question, too. 
Oh, well, I would assume if it had fly, it would fly. I think it's, if it's the remaining stuff. That includes flying. I agree. I mean, if you—that's how it moves, you know. I, I agree. So, so I don't know. So we'll see. Either way, but we could be wrong, though. Yeah, possibly. All right. Why don't we move on to um, talking a bit about Blood in the Sun? So, do you want to talk about your games, or uh, we can do that later? Okay. Uh, we'll do that after the break. We'll. Uh, we'll. Why don't we just sort of. Why don't you give some of the stuff in general? I mean, you guys were there. I know you guys raised some money for charity. You had the raffle. Right, right. You had all the stuff. I mean, as a TO, I mean, we talk a little bit about it later when we've got Rotor and Bruska on. Yeah. I had Grant, we have Grant on coming on later uh, that we recorded at Bits, telling how the first day went. But overall, as a tournament, how do you think everything, now overall, that it's all finished? Overall, I think it went really well. I mean, um, Twitter and forums and whatnot have been relatively quiet. Other than you know, had a good time, had five great games, five gate, gate, five great games. So nothing, no backlash, if I can use that term. Yeah. So I think everyone had a good time overall. I think so. I think if there was any complaints, there was nothing that was so major that it was like, well, this was why do we have this? This was messed up, or that was right. Messed so up. yeah, the tournament has always been a work in progress. Every year we try to strive to you know improve things here or there, whether it's venue related mm-hmm. or actual um, event related. You know, adding new things or taking away things that didn't work. So it's constant work in progress. I think most tournament organizers are that way. You always want to try to make it a little better next year, clean it up, make it tighter, better. Um, I think it was a really fun time. You know, I was talking to Steve, who's who's at the salon. Right, he's your numbers, the calculating matrix. Right, Um, and I think I think Grant feels the way too. It to me, it seemed like the most stress free. At least internally, while we were working the tournament, the most stress-free tournament of the three that we've had. It it seemed that way to me. Like, it Did just, it? yeah. Okay. I mean, I went and turned in stuff, and there was like nobody was like. I know uh, last year, I know we had a couple of people like Steve was trying to get his numbers in and yeah, things, yeah. and there was a couple of people sort of guarding him and taking stuff for him. Right now, it just seemed to be set up moving smoother. Like when I went over, like I went over, I don't want to bother you. Just want to say hi, and they're like, oh no, we're we're we cool. Yeah. We got everything under control. Like. There was never a time where anyone looked like, oh, we got to get this done, or oh, we're trying to hurry up right. and do this. No, no one in super stress mode. It was all, exactly. all under control. So the key there was to have plenty of uh, volunteers to help. And the first day we had six, seven, seven volunteers in addition to Steve Grant and myself. Okay, so there was 10 of so you guys 10 there. 10 people, yeah, running things. That's nice. Yeah, it was nice. The second day, I think we were down to four-ish volunteers, but by then we kind of had everything well in hand. No, that's great. So I think that's the magic number that we're going to strive for next time. And I mean, big shout out to uh, you know Taz and Luke, yeah, um, Aaron Schmidt, the Zenite, he was there helping paint judge. Uh, John Humphrey, uh, Brian Hodge, uh, Grant's wife April, she was helping. Yeah, as well. no, she, so, yeah, I saw them. I saw them all there. That was, it was it was really great. It ran well. Scott Tipsford. So we had a lot, a good mix of people that were just there to help. Who weren't aren't really involved in the in the t- in the tournament scene, mm-hmm. and then a couple people that are Adepticon, you know, veterans right. in terms of running things. I have a couple of questions. Sure, I just you know from seeing what buzz at, on Twitter afterwards and a couple of things went on. Um, at the end, it asked us who our favorite army was and who our favorite opponent was. Did that figure into anything? Like I don't favorite opponents uh, went towards best sportsmanship. So Kevin Bruins was the only person to garner. All five votes from his opponents. So that didn't actually go into your points, though. Right. Uh, two yes or no questions, a point apiece. Right. And then the sports question was it was rating a player on a zero, one, or a two. So right. the max you can get is four times five games is 20, 40 yep. points. Yep. So those 
so those so it was strictly like, yeah strictly to determine best sportsman. So then, uh, so there was forty points. Well, you could get up to twenty points. You know, from you get four points per game, right? For 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 comp, and that was uh, the comp was you know what was that? Uh, did they show up on time? Did they have all their stuff? That was like the two yes sure, or no questions, right. and then rate them the player zero one two, mm-hmm. and then the other four points for comp was would you play against this army again? Uh, was it in the spirit of blood and the sun? Totally up to you. What yeah. that means? Yeah. Now let me ask you something. There has been a lot of discussion on comp in general with regards to Blood in the Sun. That was going to be my next question to you, actually, too. So, how do you feel about the way comp was scored? Comp in general. I mean, we're opening up a big Pandora's box here. I think anytime you have opponent scored comp, there's a chance that I mean, someone brought up. I'd rather just play my friends who kind of know my list and will just score me average than someone who's never played that army and then was like, oh, that was filth. So it's subjective. Yeah, it gets a little subjective. One person's filth may be another person's middle of the road. Exactly. So when you build an army as a tournament participant, when you're setting up for bits, when you, well, maybe it's not a fair question because you kind of use your Adepticon list, but maybe it factored into your thinking. Okay. When you create a list, do you take your opponent's enjoyment of that upcoming game into consideration or do you just build to win? Uh, I'm not a, a little great, of both. I'm, yeah, a little. I'm, I'm somewhere in the middle. I'm not the best person to ask because you know me. I just take what I like. If I wanted to take what I thought would win, mm-hmm. I would have taken a list. I think a little bit more like Braska's actually. I would have had a night bus. Oh, really? I would have had a night bus. Huh. It just it moves faster. Well, there, it's, there seem to be a lot of different ways to do it. You know, night right. bus, double terror geist. Double terror geist. One of those lists. I mean, I had an all infantry list. You know, I had. Right. I mean, granted, it was a block of graveguard, but I mean, but so when you, so when you make your list, I know, I know you. You you make what you think is is fun for you to use, right? And by virtue of that, I don't know. For me, I I don't really take my opponent's experience into consideration often. I just build what I want to build, what I want to paint, what I want to field. I played so long just at home friendly games before I ever went to a tournament mm-hmm. that it sort of became like. When I was playing Dwarfs against Dark Elves, which everybody knows, we, I, I know I keep going back to this all the time, but it's what I played for like a year and a half, you know? Right. I would never take a solid on gun line. Never. Like, I wouldn't consider it. I did it once, and I watched, I dismantled Christopher, mm-hmm. and I watched how little fun he had. By the end, he was just like, oh, okay, let's just re-rack him or, you know, do something right, different. Sure. I saw how little fun he had doing that. Well, that's, that's a friendly pickup game in the basement. Right. Right. At a tournament where... That would be a great list at a tournament, but I'm worried that, once again, you see a dwarf gun line, you just... I mean, I'd be worried to take it, taking a comp hit, but the question is, well, okay, I I lose some points on comp, but (laughs) this this list is hard as nails. I could really kick some... So you make make up for it on victory points. Yeah, so I I could just take it, and it'd be a friendly player. Be like, hey, look, this is the list. It's a tournament. I don't know. Um, Because I know in the last few shows, and I know we've talked about this in private... I sit next year for Adepticon, if the dwarves are out, I'm going to take a filthy gun line and just deal with it. I think I'm. Just, it's like, sure, you know, I've I've never taken those kind of lists. I'm starting to see where people who come there, especially if you spend a lot of money and you fly out or you're sure, spending right, for the hotel, right. you know, you want to do well, you want to do your best, and if you're playing in a no comp environment, you can't. Uh, I mean, granted, there are people who are joking. You know, saying no special characters is make is no, is not no. Well, comp. we'll get to that too. But uh, so playing in a no special character. Only mm-hmm. comp environment, mm-hmm. um, you know. I've, 
it's more or less bring what you want. Yeah, and uh, you know, and, if, so I think uh, to some extent you have to expect some hardless. Not everything was going to be rock hard. If but you're some really will. a person who wants a chance at the top tables, you're going to have to bring a harder list, and you're going to have to. If you're going there to have fun and meet your buddies and do and have a good time and see what you can do with playing it your way, mm-hmm. then take what you want. Sure. You know, but it's like it's. I guess it's what you want to get out of the tournament. Some people only went there, and I know there's some people who go to only go to certain tournaments and they only go to win. Right. Like that's that's their pleasure is I'm going to rock up. I'm going to play my best game. I'm going to I'm going to try to smash face. I know that I'll be at the top tables, and we have friends who are always at the top tables. Sure, right. And those are some of the most you know. They're knocked down, drag out, mentally draining. And they're games ex- they're expecting see. to see that you know they may feel heartless, but they're expecting to see just as heartless at the exactly. Top. And if that's your game, there you are. You know, like I've never been that guy, mm-hmm. but I've also taken a list that was sort of you know fluffier maybe than it needed to be. Sure. And I sat and got my teeth kicked in for a whole right. weekend. Right. And I'm going to tell you. Getting your teeth kicked in the whole weekend, even though I didn't expect to do well, there's a difference between not doing well and getting curb stomped. Sure. And getting curb stomped is never fun. I mean, I don't. I, I go in there not expecting necessarily to be at the very top tables. So, so to offset bit. that, the curb stomping, you could bring a harder list. Yeah, and I did. So, I so it's more it fun for you, but at you know you're sacrificing the fun factor for your opponent to some degree, maybe. Maybe. I mean, you got to expect that there's uh, – at any given table, you can get 20 nilled. Right. Uh, and that might be part of it, too. I mean, when we talk about going on a 20 nil versus a win-loss draw, mm-hmm. where if I've got you – and I've got – what would you say? We were at a 15-5 or a 16-4. There's only you one – You foot off the gas I can normally, take my foot off not, the gas. not in that 20-0 system. No, because I want every point every I point, can get. Sure. And, so, and, it, and I think that, that – it, I'm not saying it adds to the cutthroatness, but it really adds to that game. Is that game is played until the end of turn six, and you better play every bit of it out. Well, that works both ways. If you're losing that game, you may as well play your best to turn that twelve eight into a fourteen six. Exactly. You know? Yeah, you want to hold that. But if you, I mean, you know, if if you get to the point where you're taking every the guy's every last model off the table, there's a point where he knows he's getting twenty nil. He's got to deal sure, with it. Right. Um, but then there's there's other objective points. So it's like. You know, I don't necessarily want to do this to you, but if we're gonna, if you're throwing your last unit hoping to get an objective, and I need mm-hmm. that because I'm at these top points, I mean, you got to expect that. There's a, there's there's really two different types of gamer, and they both need to fit in. And I'm just finally starting to to sort of get the hard as nails gaming, yeah, like kind of understand where they're coming from and what they want right. to do. Well, yeah. So it's for me, the bottom line is you're going to compete, and competing is fun. Yes. And bring what you want. You bring your A game, I'll bring mine, and we'll do it out on the table. To me, that's fun. Mm-hmm. If the minute some person kind of pulls back a little bit and is not giving you their best shot, it kind of takes away from the purity of that competition to some respect. And that's the difference is in tournaments. Once again, if you just, if you want to, I, th- I think the 20 nil system lends itself to saying you've got to play all six turns and you've really got to go in and smash mm-hmm. if you're being competitive. Um, Maybe if you're more of a win-loss draw person, you go to more tournaments that have win-loss draw. Sure, where right. We have the luxury know, to pick and choose yeah. Uh, yeah, events. And so it just it, it gives up different mindsets, different ways of playing. And, um, you know, the, the list I took to bits last year, well, actually with the Coven Throne, mm-hmm. if we were playing on a win-loss draw scale, I think I could have done really well with that because all of my, my worst game, my worst loss was a 12-8. Okay. You know, so it's like, yeah, even in a win-loss draw. But, I mean, they were all – I always kept them close. There was always something. You could have eked out a win. Yeah. 
I mean, there was a couple of times where a dice or two right. rolls, it was going to go 1280 away. Win by 100, you got to win. Right. Um, that list would do really well. At, at bits, it didn't do me much good at all. Right. It just sort of kept me surfing the, the top the middle, of the middle table. Yeah, I was at know? about the 60th percent. I was all, just about two-thirds of the way down Okay, because I couldn't quite even crack, you know, right around there. So it really it depends on what you bring and you know what the system is. I mean, there's just so many factors. Um, but back to what we were saying about comp, which is sort of we've, got, we've gone way off of that. Right, right. Um, I don't know that you necessarily need it. I know some people said, "Oh, you should try banding in the beginning." That that's has a been lot suggested. Of, that's a lot of work on the front end. It's also subjective again. Right? Yeah, just a different kind of subjectivity. Yep. I mean, there's a lot of work. You get you got to get at least a half a dozen guys. You got to separate them out by army, right? To make sure that you don't give two guys with almost identical army different comp scores, right? It's a nightmare on the front end to do banding. Um, and I think Buckeye Battles they have a lot of people yep. in that effort to help, yeah, spread the load. So yeah, I we Grant and I haven't talked about that. Uh, certainly something to consider. But I do know. Whatever your brand of fun is, uh-huh. building a list, whether you, you consider your opponent's fun factor, maybe you don't. Maybe I don't know if I don't know how the points break out. You know, because yeah. I don't know if you were doubling them, so that way you'd have the X amount of points for battle, X amount of points in other stuff. Mm-hmm. Maybe you don't double the comp score. Possibly, uh, you know, make it a lower percentage so that the subject. Activity of it is, right. has a less of an We've, impact. Yeah, some people have noted that to us. Some people have uh, expressed interest to not score comp at all. Yeah, I mean, I, I've seen that too. I don't know where I kind of stand. I don't know where I fall on that debate. I really don't. Um, I, it's nice to have it, but if you're playing and if we're calling it no comp, and I mean, once again, no special characters isn't no comp, but it's as close to no comp as you can right. pretty much yeah. get uh, without being pure. You know, go sure. ahead and bring special characters. But if you're playing no comp, then to score comp, it it uh, there's a bit of a right. Yeah. You see what I'm saying? It goes against yeah the no comp. Yeah, to say yeah. it's no comp, but then to score it. I mean, if you could now, you could like I said, you're already doing sportsmanship. Is your was your opponent a good player? Right, and that's the thing. So after you play a game and you get let's say you get smashed, mm-hmm. you know, in addition to sportsmanship. Some people could take that comp score as an opportunity to also ding your list. Maybe it wasn't a particularly hard list, but in this case, it performed well against whatever it is that you had. Yep. So then they ding you again. You know, may, it might could. not be appropriate. It, you know, whatever it is, it's almost one of those things where at the beginning of the tournament, you almost like during when Grant is like, you know, said, you know, you almost want to go over that with people. You almost want to say, look. We've got the sports scores, and we're upgrading yeah, your it's opponent. So tough, though. It's hard, but I mean, at least I mean, at least if you say it and make sure that everybody at least hears it. Listen, mm-hmm. how much you know? Did you was the player a, a worthy opponent? Were they a, an opponent that seemed to be trying to give you a good game, and or not give you a good game? But you know, were they were they competing without? Yeah, were they competing while you were still in the game? I've gotten my teeth kicked in with a person. And had a really great game with them at the same time. That's completely possible. You well, know that's, that's the mark of a of a true overall good, yeah. You know, and, winner. And that's <laughs> that's what you're looking for, and it doesn't matter the list. And it's I guess that's one of those things where I've, if if it's going to be a no comp mm-hmm. tournament, I I, I kind of see the point of why are we scoring comp if it's a no no comp no tournament. comp tournament. Yeah, fair enough. Or at least why are you making it worth as many points as sports and almost as much as painting. 
well, I know the one of the pillars of bits is you know, as as tos, we do want players to take your opponent's experience into consideration. How True. much or how little is up to you, but it is something that is to be considered. Right, but I mean, t- taking their enjoyment into consideration. I, I know I it's a very abstract thing. You yeah, know, it's, well, it's kind of it, weird. I, I have trouble with that. Going over to the, to your list design, I do have trouble with that. Going over uh, your list I, design, I do and I don't. You know, I struggle with this uh, just the uh, past couple of days with Screw City coming up. I'm I'm toying with the idea of taking my ten War Machine gun line. I will say this: I certainly I hate playing against it. Yeah, but if that's what you brought to a tournament, that's what orcs and goblins kind of need. But at the same time, I can easily see someone out there being like, "Oh, well, this is going to be a sucky two and a half hours." You know what I mean? And f- right from the get-go, being like, all right, this game's going to suck. And just kind of, you know what I mean? And their demeanor for the whole game would be very negative, which then makes my experience that much more negative. True. And that's because of the list that I brought. But at the same time, I don't know. I can't anticipate what people are going to react to or, or not. Here's the thing. You're going to, I, and, oh, God, I'm going to sound like Relian. Filth. You're going to a tournament. Go Blackhawks. Okay, as much as I go. <laughs> <laughs> As much you're going to a tournament, you're going to, to a competition to compete. Okay, you you may get matchups that suck against you. You can't blame the player because he happens to have the answer for your list. Mm. You can't. I mean, I went against your gun line and until I got into combat, like about halfway through the game. The first two p- t- turns, yeah, were you're two, taking. They were two of the, the worst teeth. turns I yeah. ever played. Oh, yeah. I mean, I was just sitting there going, "You take the models off." Right. You were taking so many off, you were closer to them. You just take them off. Well, I, that's that's how that list plays. The first two right. or three turns are great. And then I get kicked up, you know, around. Right, and then but and then we were able to make it a game. Right. Then I kind of got back in, but it was rough. But it's like I didn't blame, I, I wasn't mad at you for it. You know what I'm saying? It was like because you even said like I'm taking this to Adepticon. Okay, you know if we're having a friendly game right. and you're going to bring ten war machines, I'm going to kind of give you, I'm going to give you the stink <laughs> eye. Well, it's no longer a friendly game, is well, it? You know that's what I'm saying. If if it's a friendly game, we're playing friendly games now. Unless you say, hey, look, I'm bringing a hardest nails list. You do the same thing. If you're going to tell someone right. that up front in a friendly game... I, I don't think you have to say that at a tournament. No, you don't. And Gloves are off for everyone. Yeah. I mean, even if there's comp. Hey, I built this within the comp scores here. I, I followed all the rules. Mm-hmm. You could have brought... If, if, if you think this is so unbeatable, then why didn't you bring it? True. You know, you could be at the... You could be kicking face with it too. I mean, you know, it's interesting. You know, John Gazek, who uh, who's the TO for Invasion Kenosha mm-hmm. tournament of a different vein. He after bits, he posted, uh, you know, make your Invasion Kenosha list for fun. Leave the competitive stuff at home. Uh huh. And I I didn't take issue with that, but I, I he, he we kind of started a dialogue in that. Rallyan was in that too. I he saw was in that we'll also. Yeah, yeah. Well, what does so, that mean? Yeah, it, exactly. It, the competing it, is the fun part. It's a vague. <laughs> it's such a we're, vague. We're concept. recreating war. Yeah. There's nothing nice about it. <laughs> We're killing stuff, right? Yeah, I mean, but by the same, I mean, I I know what he means, but it's hard to quantify that. It's because like, it's a bit huge gray area. The only thing that is easily um, uh, quantifiable is those hard lists. Exactly, that is a hard list. Double Hydra, ooh, hard list. Ten War Machines, hard. And some people, but some people turn around and say, not really. Exactly. That's yeah. Exactly. You know, I, I got an answer for that. You yeah. know, I mean. I looked at uh, Rotor's Lizard Men. I thought it was a pretty solid list. It was pretty hard. It wasn't nails hard, but it was pretty hard. Like it, it, yeah, it, it was solid. It, yeah, it, it was very two solid. Salamanders. It, it it was rough. It, it, he knew what he was doing with it. It worked well. He was kicking face with it a lot of the weekend. Um, 
you know, bring it. That's what, yeah. that's what you're there for. You know, uh, it could be harder, it could be softer, but this is this is what he brought. You know, and mm-hmm. it's like you got you got to be ready for that. You got to handle that. Right. Do you get rid of comp altogether? I don't know. Do you? I, I, that's a, that's a conversation we'll have to have internally. I know Grant is right, a big proponent of it, and I'm not asking you sure, to make decisions right. or say stuff on the air to speak for all three of you guys. Right, yeah. I'm not asking you to do that, but we're just bringing up discussion. Well, I, I think we have. Um, so I think my my school of thought I think is clear. Bring what you want. Yeah, that, that's my school of thought. I, I Grant I think is a little bit different. I don't want to speak for him, but I think he likes having comp. Uh, remain in some form just so that you take your player's experience, your opponent's experience into consideration. Right. And I, I, I do agree with that as well. It just it becomes the whole debate of does the, the question does the list actually have to affect their enjoyment of the game? Right. You know, because I've played I mean heck I Andrew Ratman with his Chaos Dwarfs is up there. Mm-hmm. I've never beaten the Chaos Dwarfs. I've lost them twice to Christopher. List, I've lost them twice. His list was lean. There's no fat in that list at all. Oh, and it's a different list from Adepticon. And I actually thought as a Adepticon list when I played that, mm-hmm. it might have actually been tougher. A little I mean just huh. He had a little more mobility with the other list, yeah. so I was a little more worried about it, but it is. It's a tough list. Yeah, yeah. But so, you know, how do you quantify what I mean, I played against I had I had great games against him. We've had a lot of fun, right? Uh, you know, I've I've lost them both, but th- how hard his list was had no bearing on the kind of a time I had in the game, mm-hmm. and so th- I think that's where the gray area falls into is where some people think that that has a lot to do with it, and some people don't care. That's that's the problem. It, exactly. Yeah. You yeah. know, like Curry said, I don't play the opponent ever. I play my list. I play my army. Right. I don't care what the opponent brings. I don't care who he is. Mm-hmm. I know how to play my army, and I play my army. And your list has absolutely no bearing on me as to what kind of a time we're going to have. I, I would agree with that. Uh, you know, I'll always be sociable and, mm-hmm. you know, treat the other person as a human being and, you know, I'll go have a beer afterwards, whatever. But on the table, it's units versus units. That it know? is. Strategy versus strategy. So, yeah, I, 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 this argument will never get resolved. There's just different different viewpoints. It's just, it. And it's just different ideas of what, like I said, we're just talking about what you guys could do for mm-hmm. for Blood in the Sun next year you know one of the things that i can say for better or for worse and you can weigh in on this is special characters will be allowed next year yay now so it's truly like no comp <laughs> yeah exactly I, I, I you know what i had no problem with no special characters when so many of them were broken which well we had to wait to for the high elf book and the demon books respect to to come out mm-hmm. you know fate weaver and, and techless being the worst offenders and they came out so close to this year's bits that we didn't want to all of a sudden announce oh these are okay. Special characters, you know what? They're back in so many months, you know, just a handful of months before the tournament. Right. Because people, I'm sure, were prepping, painting, practicing. Yeah, and that's a big change. It's a huge change. Oh, you'd have seen some throg lists and stuff like that coming in, I think. Oh, yeah. It yeah. would have totally changed the, the the landscape of the tournament. So we didn't want to pop that too early. So I think they're fun. I think they give you new options for different ways to build armies. And they're But they're not totally off-the-wall crazy. I mean, some of them are better than others, but... But manageable. Yeah, and I don't I don't know that there's anyone in there that's a one plus. Like I haven't necessarily seen a special character yet that I say, oh, I've got to have him in every army I build for this army. You know, I, I think we're in an age where special characters are they're fun and they have you know interesting flavor for the right. army, good fluff. Yeah, but they're not game breaking. Yeah, no, like I said, I think of all of them, I think Throg is the one that's probably the most game changing, but because it changes the whole composition of the army. Um, but if he's, you're taking, he's one of them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're taking him, and suddenly you've got him, and you've got lots and lots of these lots of trolls, trolls. Yeah. And so it's it's a list you normally wouldn't. 
mm-hmm. necessarily you see. see. Grimgore is another one. Without him, you'd rarely see black orcs. True. But then True. with Grimgore, they become great. Mm-hmm. And so you've got stuff that it changes the list around, but I don't think it breaks that army. You took a, a right. unit that you don't see as often, and suddenly, well, I can move this and make it this. Oh, yep. well, then I'll use them if you got it that way. Right. But then you got to pay for this character. You know, it's funny. Uh, on, over on IWFB, you know, we posted, yeah, special characters will be allowed next year, and someone said, oh, it's it's actual it's an actual event now. I'll actually consider it an official event. Yeah. Really. Yeah. Wow. I, I, what? I'm like, oh, thank you. Uh, you know, I took the high road and said, okay, well, now that you consider it an official event, we're happy to hear it. We'd love to have you. This means you're signing on, right? Yeah, and that, I'm not. I'm just. I'm not certain what that meant. I mean, it was. Just, I mean, maybe is this a pure no comp person who said, "Well, you I think would, so." Okay. Yeah. yeah. Uh, it's just I don't. I don't see me taking them in any of my lists of the stuff that I have. Um, but I don't. I don't have a problem with it. Okay. I just. So, I really Vamps don't. Have a couple of good special characters. They got a couple of good special characters, but I mean, you've used a couple. Yeah. They're they, and they're eh. They, well, they're they're really good. That no, it's 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 the typical. Here's what they do: it's a, it's a lot of points, and they do a lot of cool stuff, and they mm-hmm. don't have much of a save. <laughs> yeah, I, that's, well, it, it depends on the character, but yeah, it happens a lot with the vamps. You get a lot of guys who maybe a five plus five plus, and that's their whole thing. And mm-hmm. you know, when you can take two plus four plus, and you they're combat monsters, so it's right, like well, right. I want to get them in there. You know, that's that's. Yeah, Alex will often take the the level two. Is he Conrad von Karstein? I'm not sure. He's a level Manfred. two. Is it Manfred? Yeah, level two vampire. That's pretty fighty. Yeah, he uses him quite a bit. He's good. He's probably the best one. Is the, it? The, okay. two, the two, even both versions of Manfred are cool, depending on what you want to use. But uh, yeah, I haven't done it yet. But I would like to like, make a list with Teclas or or maybe the Everqueen. I think Teclas is probably a better choice. But I haven't done it yet. But Tyrion. I've used Tyrion. You know. He's okay. He's okay. He's, That's exactly. He's okay. Yeah, he's. It's fun. He's if almost you're playing just a footnote. Theme-y. In my games, he's just a footnote. You know, it wasn't anything amazing. But most of them are. It's it's there for flavor. It's there for your list. It's there for what you want to do. Right. How you want to theme it. And I I have no problem with him being there. Yeah. So uh, why don't we take a break and we'll come back. We'll quick kind of run through my side of bits. Sure. You know, we'll plan and having a good time, and then we've got. Uh, little over about an hour and 10, hour and 15 minutes worth of, uh, you know, content live content from, bits. from bits. Exactly. So we'll be back. Is your name a killing word? Is your mother a hamster and your father smells of elderberries? Did it turn out that those were the droids you were looking for? If you know what I'm talking about, chances are you're a gamer. What better place to get your game on than the Game Preserve? The Game Preserve specializes in analog games of all types, like board games, family games, chess sets and jigsaw puzzles, and especially hobby games. They carry the complete GW line as well as Magic the Gathering, D&D, and Heroclix. They have gaming space for tournaments, game nights, and demo games just about any night of the week. So stop shopping at the jerk store and be one of the gaming elite. And visit the Game Preserve with four Indiana locations to choose from. Two in Indianapolis, one in Bloomington, and one in the gaming capital of the universe, Lafayette, Indiana. Visit them at GamePreserveStores.com or call 765-448-4200. Game Preserve. If you're not shopping here, the only winning move is not to play.
All right, folks, here we are. Welcome back. And uh, so now uh, we talked about a lot of the tournament stuff. You see, we got sort of all over the place, didn't we? <laughs> kind of general coverage, yeah. But uh, bits and bobs, interesting stuff. I'm, I'm kind of interesting. I'm interested to see what Blood in the Sun is next year. Like I know there's going to be some and changes, like yeah. and it's so it's it's because it's sort of evolving. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, because you can make changes and they could work great, or they might not work as well as you expected. And so we'll I, adjust. Yeah, yeah. I just I'm interested to see what happens next year. Uh, I will definitely be going. Nice. So, yes. Nice. Um, my games, I guess. Yeah, let's talk so about I played. your games. Um, so so let's, let's get a rundown of your general list. Oh, okay. Um, okay. Uh, two single uh, spirit hosts, mm-hmm. a unit of two bats, three units uh, zombies with a uh, banner and a musician. How many? Uh, 20 in one and 21 in the other okay. two. Uh-huh. I had a couple extra points, you know. 38 ghouls and 39 graveguard with great weapons. Okay. Five Vargeists. And then I had a level four Vampire Lord. Mm-hmm. Uh, tricked out. Combatty. Yeah. Yep. Uh, a level two Vampire BSB as opposed to the... White King? White King, that's okay. it. Uh-huh. White King's got a high toughness and, 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 and a three wounds for a hero. It's uh-huh. great. Right. But I wanted the extra magic levels. I want to make sure that sure. somebody's got the spells I need. Uh, and then I had a level one necro, which I really threw in there as a scroll caddy, which I've never. I, you know, <laughs> I, I do that. The goblin. I mean, he was ninety points, and so that wasn't cheap. Oh, yeah. ninety points before the scroll or with? Oh no, he was ninety points total. So yeah, he's sixty-five. So I'm sorry. Oh yeah. Okay, yeah. that's not bad. Yeah, he's uh, yeah, he's sixty-five points plus the plus the scroll. So what's your overarching strategy with that list? Um. Well, I've got a little ethereal and a little mm-hmm. uh, the one unit of bats. Just, I mean, stuff to throw in, in interference a sure. little bit if I need to. You know, I've got the zombies there to bog things down that I don't necessarily want to fight. Right. And then I've got I've got poison, so that if I've got stuff with high toughness, it's hard to wound. Mm-hmm. I've got that. I've got the strength six graveguard. Mm-hmm. They can help to crack higher armor. Maybe right. you're not high toughness, but you're high armor. Good armor. You know. Yep. That's basically the plan. They're both kind of in hordes, so it's just okay. So st- get stuck in combat. You have your uh, your characters also to supplement combat. And right. Get the vargeists in the flank or the rear. Yeah, the var- the town. five vargeists can move around, and they yeah. they actually they actually came in pretty handy the last uh, in a couple of games. I'm finally getting okay. the hang of them. Hmm. It's kind of hard to hold them back the whole game. Sure. You kind of want to use them. You don't just want to sit there. You know. Yeah. You almost don't want to waste them on chaff. But I mean, there were times when there was a lot Sometimes of chaff. You have to chew a, it, yeah, yeah. Just, yeah. It's, and they're, they're just running through, not taking wounds and picking up points. So, yep, yep. And they're vampiric, so they don't have to be in the general's bubble. They can right. just fly around. Cool. So that's my list. I grudged Rotor. Oh, yeah. And I see him maybe once a year. Hmm. So it's like... That bits we, or adapt. Yeah. We yeah. Never get to, we've never gotten to play against each other, so why don't we, you know, we can ensure sure. we'll play. He brought lizards. Uh, he had a huge block of spear... Uh, Saurus. Yeah. yeah um, with and the, spears, huh? Yeah. Hmm. So he was fighting in four ranks. Sure. Um, with two attacks in the front rank. So it was just a ton, ton of, of attacks. attacks. He had two Scarvets mounted on either end, mm-hmm. but because the they're on 25s, they could be in the unit, but okay. they're on either end. Um, those guys were pretty pretty brutal. Okay. Um, that was just his giant block. Then he had a couple of skink units, a couple of skink skirmish units. He mm-hmm. had a couple of the scouts, whatever. Uh, a, a couple of single sallies, yep. uh, a stegodon. stegodon yep. So, you know, he's kind of bringing that stuff forward. Um, I wasn't 100% certain how to approach it. 
uh, he really he used the terrain to his advantage. It was a building, so he kind of used it to protect his flank. Mm-hmm. So I was coming up with the grave guard, but couldn't quite get the flank with the ghouls. Sure. So he he held me up. In the end, I lost fifteen five. Um, I was kind of stupid. I finally got my Vargeister on the back, and I didn't attack the slam because I'm like. It's going to be like ethereal or something. Yeah. And it wasn't. He oh. had like he had all this stuff on it, but it was pretty much naked as far as defense So if you had gone in with the Vargas, I probably killed the I, I could have torn it up, yeah, Oof. a bit. You know, but by that time, the game was ending. Um, we were getting towards the end. It took a while. There was a lot of combat sure, going on. Right. Um, a lot of fleeing and double fleeing. Right. Um, but I managed to move stuff and get it out of the way. Uh, he was not too pleased because I did get off of Van Hells on the on the on my first turn, so I got right up there. Uh huh. And so, like, he had his source unit in the back and the slon hidden behind it, and then he had all those different little units in the mm. front. But then when they did the double flee, he's fleeing all the way all to the, the back of the table. Ugh. And there was a couple of times where they stopped a quarter of an inch off the edge of right, the table. Right. You know, and that cold blooded. Anyone who tells you a oh, cold blooded is not that good, yeah, they need to punch it's in the as eye. As advertised, it's Dude, good. It's good. It is good because there was nobody. I mean, they were all rallying. I was like, somebody run off the board, a skink, something. Somebody help yep. me out here, yep. dude. They stop if they, yep. and especially if they're around. You know, they were close enough to be near the slan because they were running back through those units, right. And, and, you know, people were not panicked. He wasn't, oh, they panicked, they run too. No, nah, that wasn't that happening. That was cold-blooded. Yeah, it's no. harder to do with that for sure. Um, how, how was uh, Rotor as an opponent? He's a lot of fun to play Is with. He? Yeah, and he had stuff going off too. Like, he wasn't giving anything away, but mm-hmm. once I caught it, he was like, yep, that's it. Um, well, he was running light. And so he... Oh, like spell combos that were yeah. going off? Oh, I see, yeah. So I finally get in it with that horde, and it's like, oh, okay, now guess what? They got initiative and weapon skill 10. All right, well, that sucks, but I got to play it. All right, guess hit. what? Your minus your fives to hit. Oh, well, oh, okay, I, I got that too. Mm-hmm. And then it was like finally when he threw off that thing that gives you all the extra attacks and stuff, mm-hmm. and I was like, I actually scrolled that. I'm like, I got to scroll. I, like, I didn't know the combo. The no. first one was bad. The second one got worse. When the third one hit, I was like, oh, that's it. And I looked at him like, that's that's." <laughs> I never let him get off the full part, sure, the full suite of but spells. But it was still, it was still pretty brutal. Like, and I was like, "Oh, killing blow!" You know, I was, right. you know, I can kill swords. I just wasn't killing him fast enough. enough. And he had yeah. so many attacks, and it was just, it was. Matter if you're, you're hitting on sixes at that point. I had the banner of the barrows, so I was so still fives. hitting on fives. But yeah. come on, strength six. But I was like, you know, I couldn't. He wasn't letting me get off that van sure. Hells. He was like, forget that, you right. know, that, forget that noise. Uh, it was like I said, fifteen five. It was actually my worst loss. Of the turn. Oh, 15-5? That's not bad. It's not bad. You know, um, it was a fun game. You know, I got six points total. I got one point in objectives. Mm-hmm. But, yeah, he really kind of took it apart. Um, I've seen worse lists. I've seen, you know, big units of salamanders or or maxing out all the little skinks behind them sure. so it's hard to kill them off. Well, from what I hear, he plays that list, that more or less that build, pretty often. Yeah, he's been playing it a while. And it all. And I think, I mean, he went for like 4-1. I think everything... Mm-hmm. Clicked for him on this. Yeah, it was all the pistons were firing. Good. Um, so I took that and I, I go down and then um, in round two I was playing against uh, Greg Dupuy. Oh yeah, great. Yeah. The chef. Yes, and uh, he was taking uh, Nurgle Demon List. All Nurgle. Yeah, and I I actually played against him before uh, at Corecom, my first GT. Sure. So it was kind of neat. These him and uh, Joe Garo and this yeah. other guy they were playing with. I actually played against all three of them from their group in my first three games. Mm. 
Some from group guy and group, so I kind of got to meet and know them, and I've seen them every tournament since. And so it was right. like getting to play them again was cool. Uh, Nurgle Demon Prince, Harold and Nurgle, uh, Plague Bearers, another Harold and Nurgle, another unit of Plague Bearers, uh, some Beasts of Nurgle. Those things are kind of cool. Yeah, those things those are, are cool. kind of vicious. Um, but it was you know that's basically uh, what most of his uh, his list was. And so he he didn't have a, a Papa Nurgle then. No, he didn't. Huh? No, he had the the Demon Prince. Uh, of Nurgle, he was okay. running it a little bit lighter, and uh, this game just everything that could go my way went my way. I mean, you know, twenty-two plague bears, I kill a bunch, and then boom, uh, gets the twelve, takes them all off. They pop. Yeah, uh, later in the battle, kill a bunch of Nurgle. Oh, double ones, put them back. back. So I mean, yeah. it was there was you know chaos giveth, chaos taketh away. Oh, yeah, it was funny. We were laughing how balanced the battle was. Uh, one of his wins of magic rolls, because mm-hmm. he's just got the, the, he doesn't have a lot of magic, but he's rolling for wins of magic. Sure. Oh, I get a plus, I get, now I got a four up uh, ward. Oh, now it's a six up ward. <laughs> so one unit popped and took away. One unit in St. Courage and all came back. His his Yeesh. ward saves going up and down, down evenly. It was just like, it was so balanced, like all the things hitting wow. out. You know, even I think in, right in the middle of the game he rolled a seven, so the eye is closed. Sure, it's right. like it was like a perfect balance. Um, but my you know, with the killing blow, mm-hmm. with the with the grave guard, with the vampire in there, um, he's doing know, so much damage that he can't yeah. weather. So if you're making him make break chucks, yeah. Well, I mean, I'm getting off. That's the danger. If I'm getting off Van Hells, I'm rerolling to hits. So he's got me at the minus one to hit. Mm-hmm. My banner's got me at the plus one to so, hit. Yeah, that's push. So that's pushing out. Uh, the vampires are still just chopping stuff up. Yep. The 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 ghouls don't care because they're looking for sixes anyway. What did he do with his demon prince? Um, I, it got into combat. Um, with one of your vamps? I think so. I think it got in okay. with the unit. I think it was. I, I don't remember exactly, but it was one of those where it was hitting and the unit. You know, it was mm-hmm. it was a multi charge, sure, multi combat. But I, I I think what wound up happening, if I remember correctly, was my lord. Just chopped up the, just kept, the DP. Kept hitting it. Kept huh. hitting it. I might have been actually even partly combat res helped to okay, help right, to pop right. it. It was just that will do it. But uh, yeah, I wound up taking that one. That was my first. Mm-hmm. I just I was like wow, I got a twenty nil. I was like damn. I was twenty five because I got all the objectives too. So okay. it was pretty brutal. I like I, said, I bought a milk duds afterwards. <sighs> well, we had them in the little. Most candy people bags buy them a beer, things. but I suppose milk. I duds bought them a beer too. too. Okay. But, we, you know, we had this little swag bags, and you guys gave everybody some candy. Yeah, yeah. And I'm like, here, I'll give you my milk duds. They're the most apologetic <laughs> of candies. It wasn't even like a full Well, package, no, I went out that sampler. night. I went out that night because I remember um, Saturday night when we all went out to the, to Ram, the Ram. I had to run to Walgreens to get a memory card because I forgot the memory uh, card for the recorder. So, milk duds on the so I grabbed them a big box of milk duds. Nice. The next morning, I'm like, milk duds. <laughs> so, uh, you know, it was, just, it was nice to play them again. Yeah. You know, after. Guy. And then the funny part is. So I finished game two. Uh, I got 15-5, and I 20 nil. Yeah. Joe Garrow is my next opponent. Oh, really? So he's like, you're playing me next. I'm like, are you kidding? So Flashbacks it's like, from Core Comp. Well, it's, it's, it's weird because I was like, okay, these are guys I've all played before. Mm-hmm. Now Joe's running his Warriors of Chaos. Warriors of Chaos list, I think he has one level, one shadow. Yes. Uh, yeah, Laura Shadow. He's running a Demon Prince. You know, flying, flaming breath, scaly sure, skin, right. the whole thing. Uh, a big block of 30 warriors, two chimeras, yeah. two gorby's chariots. A couple of knight units, probably. A, a unit of five knights and a couple of units of dogs. Okay. This was rough. Okay. Why? All right. Uh, I move up. 
you know, he moves up the top of turn one. Yeah. I move up. I get right up in his face again. With I get the you know get right up in there with the Van Helsing. I'm going to help choose my 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 battles. He gets off this charge, the Demon Prince and both Chimeras. Ooh, okay, that's a lot of attack coming at you. I believe that charge that that charge I think might have gone against all of my ghouls. Okay, and the BSB. So he goes in and he the ghouls and the BSB. Even though I got the poisoned attacks, I can't do anything. It's not because all of his attacks are going to go. You know, they're wounding on what toughness four, no armor. Right, toughness four, no armor, and like I said, he's got three breath weapons. Three breath weapons. Yeesh. So six d six strength four. Yeah. Then three d six strength four stomps. He just pops up this unit, but that's I mean, that's three hundred eighty points in ghouls, mm. two seventy one plus another hundred for the BSB. Sure. So boom. All there gone. you go, seven hundred fifty points. I'm Jeez. down. I'm down seven hundred fifty in the top of turn or the top of turn two. Yeah. Okay. And here's where I luck out. I really feel I got lucky. His chimera overruns into the zombies that are just behind the grave guard. Mm-hmm. I hit the chimera, the one chimera in the flank with my mm-hmm. zombies. Yeah. He fluffs his attacks. I beat him on combat res and run the thing down. He turns around. He's like, "Okay, my demon prince, I'm, I'm going to attack." He wants to attack my unit of grave guard. Sure. And he's going to. All, he's in the flank, but the chimera is sitting right there. The chimera is right there, less than an inch away. Mm-hmm. It can't move. Okay. It can't get out of the way, and it's he can't get into the flank, so sure. he can't declare the charge. Uh, not a legal charge. No. Okay. And then when my zombies pop the one chimera, they overrun into it, and they're holding it there now. So he's got to go and attack zombies. Mm-hmm. While he's doing that, my var guys get up the side and start chewing up all his chaff. I played it, and I was like, wow, I lucked out. I mean, keeping him from that one combat made a huge difference. Sure. Uh, and that was kind of what turned the game. That was the luck that I capitalized on. Right. Managed to get it around and, and turn around and won it by 500. So wow. it was a 13-7. Yeah. So you stuck to your game plan and pulled it out. I, I just did everything. Even Joe's like, holy crap. He's like, this, this shouldn't be happening. Because <laughs> the, the far guys tore up the Gorby's chariot. One of the one of the vampires, mm-hmm. you know, the Gorby's chariot charged in. Rolled one for its, oh, you know, impact yeah. hit. And my vampire's like, okay, you got to die. You know, right, I just right. start, just, you know. Took it out. So I may not have every last detail perfect, you know. Um, but, I mean, it, it was just like, it's the game swung. I just kind of wow. stuck to it. And it, well, and that's I was how it goes. Swings and pendulums, you know. The zombies just back and tearing forth. stuff up. Going crazy. So. Zombies? The zombies. I mean, they. Wow. They did a wound or two on the Chimera, mm-hmm. charge, flank, banner, three ranks. <laughs> wow. So it was just like the Chimera fluffed its attack, yeah. So and I ran the darn thing down with well, zombies. That's, that's the risk with monsters, right? Yeah. Limited attacks, and it's the Thunderstomp that really you're living and dying by. So you're two and one. Two and one at the end of day one. And yeah. when you hear later in the interviews, we're talking about it. Yeah, I, yeah. You know, so, but, uh, you know, I'm sitting on a, a good amount of points, like 40-some-odd points, you know? I mean, after... Two rounds. I'm like, I'm pleased with this. Sure. So um, yeah, that's a good spot to be in. Yeah, I'm not. I'm not. I'm not unhappy at all. Day two, first round, I'm playing Ryan Nickel, who I've played before. So yes. it's another person I know. But you played him with his high elves. I played against his, his high elves. Yes. Demons. Now I'm playing his demons. He Which was, is, I think, cor- all corn. Yeah, he's playing all corn. He was laughing because I actually tagged. He's like, we're playing tomorrow, and I'm like, you know what? I'm actually happy you're playing demons. I'd much rather take on your corn demons than your high elves because his high elves took me apart when yeah. we played. Yeah. Both times. I mean, last book, new book, he just beats the <laughs> crap out of me with his high elves. Um, and so we're playing demons. This game, um, 
we deployed out. Uh, I was I didn't go in the dead center like I normally do. I kind of moved off to the left, so I was deploying mostly to the left, but still in yeah. my same sort of deployment. The two hordes next to each other, zombies on either side of that, one unit of zombies behind, and then the the, the, the couple units of chaff just sure. wherever. Um, Question for you. Yeah. How many skull cannons did he have? One. Just one? I'm pretty certain he just had okay. one on his list, yeah. Right. Uh, but he had that... Uh, that big soul grinder. Soul grinder. He had the big two units of two um, hordes of um, blood letters. Yeah, yep, and he yep. had some some dogs and stuff. Yep. So just a lot of stuff coming out. Um, did he ambush with those dogs? He did. Okay, and they they were annoying. Yeah, that's what they do. I get a good winds of magic roll, and I get off of Van Hells, and so then I jump it all up eight inches right, right in his face. Yeah, but he rolls a twelve for the winds of magic, so he puts down twelve blood letters uh, right in front of my ghouls. And then he moves his harpies right in front of my grave guard. So right. I had actually moved everything in, like turn two, charged the ghouls into the new unit of bloodletters. It's not any points, but i got to try to kill it. Sure. I charge into the harpies. I wipe out the harpies. Here's where the game is really pivoting. He's got the – oh, the two yeah, – right, it was two skull cannons. You're right. It was, he had two cannons mm-hmm. and his corn demon prince, okay, all sitting there waiting to get at me. And the unit of blood letters. So I need a seven in the overrun to get into the blood letters, right. which will make it a new charge, and put me at a weird enough angle where I'm out of the way of most of that stuff. Okay. I got a six. So I move forward five. It was a five and a one. So I move forward five, straight forward, yeah. and basically lined up to be double charged by the two oh. skull cannons and you the demon cannons. Yeah. <laughs> So he gets in there and charges with, oh, sure. oh, oh you're kidding man. me. And that's what, and right there, that's where the game swung. Because honest to God, I, I chewed through the blood letters mm-hmm. and I would have had the flanks. I would have had guys, because I could have gone through and I would have been in a perfect into the flank of one of his uh, cannons. Yep. Him that with the 12 and the 6 right there spun the game where I couldn't grab the upper hand. I just, and I was growing zombies so like crazy. It swung the other way, huh? My zombies ate up his dogs. My zombies ate up his harpies. My zombies held his soul grinder the whole game. Wow. So, like, he got a, a shot turn one, a shot turn two. Yeah. I ran the zombies in, and I just kept growing them like crazy. I'm right, just like, right. just grow, grow, grow. More than he, he only gets, like, five attacks. Sure. Five plus the thunder stomp. Right. Plus the thunder stomp. But so even then. What, seven, eight. Yeah. Uh, he was not getting those. <laughs> the zombies were just. Well, that's what they're for, right? Oh, they were like the champs. They were just yeah. killing stuff. I'm like, really? I've always learned that if you see a block of zombies, just don't get into combat with it because that's what you want to happen. Well, I got one. You know, the other thing was that second horde of blood letters that was going to get into my ghouls. Mm-hmm. That's what he had to set up where if I beat him, then he was going to get my flank. Yeah. I hit him in the flank with zombies. He was failing the swift reform, the combat reform. So uh, there I was with zombies. He had four blood letters to fight, and I had ranks, banners, side. So I'm just zombies, just winning combats, chopping stuff up. I was like, oh, my God. Um, I lose 13-7, and I'll take that against – because even Nickel was like, wow, you know – you know, I I did everything. I, honestly, I don't think I could have done anything better in that game. Mm-hmm. I lost, but I I made all the right moves. It was kind of up to the dice. Up I mean, to, well, that's you know a him good spot him that. getting a free unit of blood letters didn't help you. Hurt <laughs> really bad. I mean, it slowed me down. Sure, greatly. I had a I had a whole you know, and me missing that overrun by, by one. just one. Yeah. I mean, and it I and 
it could have happened. I you mean, know, the, in the old days of bits, you could have used your tournament reroll to reroll one of those die. Oh, and oh, here's the other part that really screwed me: four spells in a row, or no, three, or, three or four spells in a row, irresistible forced. Dimensional cascade. I did not cascade, although, like the first one, boom! All right, uh, each wizard takes a strength six hit. Well, my Ugh. BSB takes a wound, and he's about to get into combat. I'll take the reroll on my ward save. Right, yeah, sure. failed it anyway. Oh. oh. But, uh, it, I mean, the dice were... Decided, the, did the dice decide that game? We both played, I don't want to say flawless games, mm-hmm. but I didn't look at... There was nothing... I did everything right. There was nothing I could have okay. done better. That's all you can ask. And Ryan knows how to play his game, too. Sure. So it really came down to where, where those dice rolls, where we set up, you know, this failed here, this helped here, and I think they just nudged it a little bit. I'm not saying I would have whooped him, but it was a 13-7. He won by 500, and it was really that – I mean, that was that unit of Graveguard that he killed. Right. Because actually he killed off the whole unit, and then things got out of combat, and my vampire killed whatever it was fighting. So my vampire was running around free and naked right. at the general <laughs> at the end of the game. In yeah. fact, just charged – the only way I could get the one charge off at the end was with the ghouls. I had to charge him, too, to get him out of the way. Sure. So he was trying to win the combat. If he won the combat by three or more, my general would have popped. Uh, and he only won the combat by two. So close. Moral <laughs> 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 victory for you. So it was a great game, but it was tight. So you played Ryan three times? I've played Ryan three times now. Okay. And then uh, we finish up, we go to lunch, and I'm eating, and uh, Rotor walks by. You're playing Braska next. Oh. So then I'm playing Braska. So now I've played both of the Skull Bros. Nice. And we talked to him the night before. So yeah. I kind of knew what his list was right, like. Right. Um, and and he, his, li- his list is so, it's different. It's very off the beaten path. Two, two units of zombies, about 30-some ghouls. Uh, I, think it was, I think it was six units of five dogs. Something like that. Uh, three units of two bats. Some, you know, so it was like, there was a lot of, there was like 10 a lot of throwaways. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And then, um, like, 14 knights. Black knights. Black knights. Um, and then uh, level w- a level one vamp general, mm-hmm. three level one vamp heroes, <laughs> and a level four necromancer sitting in the back right. Sitting in the back. And um, so you have the three heroes, the lord in the front. Yep. Uh, the musician and the banner. Uh, well, uh, no. well, musician and champion. Uh, no, you don't need that. You no, just need he just—I think he just had the champion up front. Oh, but he did have a champion. Uh, yeah, he had a champion. Okay. Um, but once that guy died, he just moved the musician up. Right. So you can move that instead of the character. You yeah, have yeah. the option of any sure. one of the command units. Uh, so I looked at this, and he's like, "Oh, I'm going to stomp your face." And I was like, <laughs> "Oh," because I knew that thing was hard as nails. He, he's he's playing the mind game. Yeah, <laughs> intimidation. So factor. we're both playing. And I'm looking at this, going, "Ugh!" And I know I even looked at you, and you're like, "We talked about." It. He's like, "Just chaff that up and go for everything else." And I'm like, "He out chaffs you. That's the problem." Here's the thing. Yeah, I I mean, I was done deploying, and he had laid out all his dogs, bats, and zombies. So he still had the ghouls, and so he was picking the combat. Uh, he moves forward. I jump forward, and I van hells. So now we're right on top of each other. Mm-hmm. So he charges in. He's got his. Knights into my grave guard. Okay, mm-hmm. all of his love, lo- all of his hero. Everyone's got uh, quick blood. Yeah, Oof, man. So they're all ASF. I've got qu- you know his lord has quick blood and red fury. I've got mm-hmm. quick blood. And re- so he does all his. First. He goes all against the unit. He wipes out like twenty of them. Jeez. 
It's just, you know, re-rolling to hit, sure. wounded on twos. It was just stupid. My vampire is only in contact with his vampire. So, boom, hit. I had the Van Hell, so I got the re-rolls mm-hmm. against his vampire. Um, managed to get two wounds in. Red Fury managed to get a third one in. Kill his vampire top of turn two. That's pretty good. That's his general. All of his chaff, except for one unit of bats, gone. All gone. All That's gone. All the bats, all the dogs just disappeared off the board. I was like... And suddenly, all my chaff and my Vargeis, which were I, I'd thrown all of them into combat, just yeah. try to kill his chaff, were all free to converge on the, the zombies <laughs> the and the guards and the bus. But he, I mean, he won by such a huge amount because I was able to get like two wounds outside of the vampire. Uh, that he got the un- arm, the unit down to like five grave guard and the vampire left. So he popped it on the top of turn two. Right. I was annoyed. This is another one of those things where I think I did the right thing. I couldn't out-chaff it, so I have killing blow yeah. with all those Grave Guard. I got 14 hits. I had the Banner of the Barrows and the Van Hell, so I'm re-rolling threes. Mm-hmm. And I'm strength six, tough four. I'm wounded on twos. I got 14 wounds on him. Mm-hmm. Not one killing blow Not a single up. one. Not one killing blow. Had averages worked... And I had even gotten two killing blows. I mean, two vampires taking them out yeah. could have swung that game. It wouldn't have gotten my graveguard back. How many points is a vampire hero? Uh, at least. 150? Yeah, at least 150. So about a 300-point swing. Yeah, and not just a 300-point swing, but I'm talking suddenly rank and file are coming in front. He's not getting the strike first. He's not right. killing nearly yeah. as much because then I threw the ghouls into it. I threw the Vargeist in the side. I was just like... There was nothing left for me to fight except this. I mean, my ghouls finally beat his ghouls, I think, and we're going in. I mean, it was just, it was, we just basically ran into the middle and we're punching each other in the face <laughs> as hard as we could. Proper Warhammer. Oh, it was beautiful. It was a great <laughs> way to end the game because it was just like our generals were knocked out. I didn't lose much of my chaff. I rolled really well. Mm-hmm. Like, I kept my Vargeist. I kept my spirit host didn't die. I right. mean, it was just like. Some of the dogs, I mean, the, the the bats went away. I lost a couple of zombies. I did get off some regrows, and I was like, I started pulling them out of the bag. He's like, dude, just, I'm like, can I just put dice on the back until I can pull them out of the sure. bag? He's like, just leave the dice. He goes, if we ever have to measure something, we'll figure it out. Yeah. But there was, <laughs> we were just sitting in the middle of hitting each other. Pummeling away, huh? And so that, how did the game turn out? I lost 13-7. Oh, which, it's another relatively close game. Yeah. I mean, I lost by 500 points twice. So it sounds like despite... Converging all of your stuff on that bus, you weren't able to take it out. No, and he had so many. He had three vamps with, uh, you know, in invocation. Mm-hmm. So, oh, so he just kept well, on bringing knights back. It's only one plus your wizard level. But if you have three of them, yeah. Well, I killed the the general, but he had two more level one, so that's two apiece. Yeah. And then his necromancer was a level four. Okay, and he, I didn't get him till like turn five, so he could put back five. Jeez. So I couldn't. You can't stop it all. That's the bus. Like I said, I never take more than like nine or ten mm-hmm. in my list. He had fourteen. He had fourteen, and so fourteen plus five characters, so yeah. nineteen. Yeah. So I just could not do enough damage. Where he was just he would just get them grown back, yeah. and it was just you get you get some you get enough dice, and you can throw two dice at it. Right. And okay, I'll stop one, but then okay, now he got he's going to stop the others. How did how did that list strike you? It was very eggs in one basket. Right, sure. It course. was tough. It was very tough. But the thing is, it, that was tough, and the ghouls were not too, you know, the ghouls are ghouls. They're toughness sure, four, right. but they're only strength three with poison. I gave it, I gave, I think I gave every player I played an average, mm-hmm. you know, because I've seen worse. An average on, on what, comp? Yeah. Okay. 
Um, yeah, it was a lot of characters, but I mean, seriously, after I killed the general, the rest of his army almost disappeared. Right. So that's, I mean, that's I, kind of vicious. I, I like that style where you 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 select your play and what you're trying to do, and then you just devote to it. Yeah. And I, it I, I like that. I mean, he was actually asking, okay, where's your other characters? Because he was going to just kill them and sure, crumble. Right. I was going after his. You know, which guy did I take out? Okay, you took out the guy with Shadow. Because I was like, I'm trying to take out everyone who can do lore of vampires. So I want him to crumble, sure, too. Right. So that, I mean, it was just punching each other in the face the whole time. And that that's it. I came in, uh, I think, 30, 31 or 33. I think you were 33rd overall, which was good for, what was the percentile? There's 86 players. So I was in the top half. Yeah, so yeah, top half. Right. Um, I I was a little. I mean, I got full sports scores. I got decent uh, comp score. Mm-hmm. Once I figured out how it was scored, I yep. think I think I I would have gotten yeses on the questions for everyone. I think I got average, and I think one person must have given me fluffy because I had thirty two. Okay. And if you get an average list and yeses on everybody's questions, you would have gotten a thirty. Right. So thirty was sort of like if you had a purely average. Um, so I got a little more than that. So somebody thought that the list was pretty fluffy, not having any giant heavy hitters. Um, well, your, so, your list does play to the, the undead fluff, where it's just wave upon wave of undead coming at you. That's how I like to play. Yeah. yeah. That's about it. All right. So on the day, on the weekend, you finished two and three? Two and three, which okay. is exactly what I did at Defticon. I wish... I, 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 it's funny. This is the first tournament, and this is what I really want to talk about. Well, first of all, it's the first tournament that I went to. Mm-hmm. Um, I've only been doing GTs for, like, what, three years now? Sure. And I don't go to too many. Um, two a year, I think you are saying. Yeah, about two a year. And then I do some of the small one-day things that we do. Um, I'm going now, and it's like I know almost everybody there. You know, I'm starting to go to tournaments. There's 80, 90 guys, and I know just about everybody, if, if not by name, by face at least. Right. This is the first tournament where I've played five people I knew, three of whom I've actually played before. So mm-hmm. it's like I'm, I'm kind of I'm feeling more comfortable. And this is the first tournament where I walked away, with the exception of the Lizards, which I wasn't certain what to do with them. Mm-hmm. I think I played it right, but I could have played a little better. Um, I walk away from my other two losses, those 13 sevens. Yeah. Feeling that I played that game to the best, I, I played my game right. I did everything I should have. Like when I had options, I made the right choices. I did all the things right. Mm-hmm. Uh, it just came down to you know, it came down to dice and a couple of you know, you know how things swung in in that. It really came down to dice. I think not taking anything away from my opponent, sure, but just saying I did everything I could. You know, you controlled all the factors that you could control. Yes, yeah, I got. You. I mean, I played, I played a perfect game for what I, for my skills and for what I had on the table. Are you satisfied with how your list performed? Does it need any tweaking, or are you good with it? You know what? I'm, I, I, I kind of like it. Like, it's not perfect. I know it doesn't have that heavy hit that it needs. It doesn't have. You know, I could, I could run a double terror geist, or I could sure. do. You know, there's different things. Having all infantry. You know, I'm not that quick. Yeah. But, uh, you know, it, it gets the job done. It's not the conventional list. It's not a perfect list by any chance. I don't know how it's going to hold up against the top tables against optimized lists. Sure. You know, or, I, don't, you know I, I think you'd have to be careful with Monstrous Cavalry, yeah. Born Fang. I mean, yeah, those I mean, just eat up infantry like nothing. Right. And that's you know, and that's where I've got things like the, you know, the, the, the spirit host and things right. to, yeah. to slow them down. But even then, I've only got like two of those. So. Right. And for some things, like for demons, I was just like, okay, spirit hosts are going to go away. They're going to go hide in a corner. Right. You know, 
because they just didn't have a chance. But I'm pleased with how it's running, and I've been playing that same list now pretty much all year. Mm-hmm. And it's like I know what works so you know, and what so doesn't. That's a good place to be in because you know what units are capable of. You know, if you're asking too much of them, you know. For for what I had, I played it right, so okay. I was really pleased, and I had a great time. So thank good. you guys again for, for our you know our pleasure. A, you know, the way I look at it is if we put in our I don't say pay our dues, but kind of chip in and, and host a, an event like this for the community. That just then allows us to go out and play in others' right. events. Yeah. So, so it was great. What so goes around, goes around. Okay. Well, we'll take a break, and we'll come back and maybe wrap up talk about final results. Uh, well, we've got uh, a couple of things to introduce, a couple of... Uh, oh, yeah. We'll introduce right. those, and then we'll uh, wrap up. Okay. folks, it's Dave. Are you looking for that special model to add to your army? A monstrous creature or maybe a character model? Something unusual that not everybody else is fielding on their table? Well, then you should check out Mears Miniatures at MearsMiniatures.com. Their Darklands line is full of some of the most fantastic creature models you'll ever see. And with the success of their recent Kickstarter, those models will be perfect for you to play in their forthcoming Darklands game. So whether you're looking for a new skirmish-level game to play with lots of cool monstrous creatures, or you're just looking for that extra special model to add to your existing games line, Mears Miniatures is really worth your time. Check them out at Mears-Miniatures.com. Com, and seriously, guys, you'll be glad you did. Okay. We're back. Yeah. Uh, all right. Uh, this is the first of two segments we're going to do from uh, Blood in the Sun. 2013. Yep. Um, first, it's Chris Grant and I just sort of talking little disclaimer, you know, Friday night we were all up gaming all night, Friday night, and then Saturday we were gaming, and this is like 11.30 Saturday night, so we were all pretty tired. So if uh, if our interviewing skills were questionable <laughs> at best, we were kind of exhausted. I think there was one point where us, the Skull Bros guys kind of took over the show when we were interviewing that us. That was so fun, though. That was so good. And then uh, the next part, right after that, uh, we had uh, Hastings on and Kevin Bruins. Kevin Bruins. Um, that'll be next, and then uh, we'll take a break, and we'll be back. Okay, folks, we're back, and we are here at Blood in the Sun 3, Ooh. and uh, I am here with uh, with the guys who run the thing. Chris, two, you... Two of the three. Two of the three. Council of three. Chris, you and Grant Fed are both here. Hey, Grant. Woohoo! And Chris is back. Blowing Hello. out the speakers right away. Coming on in. Steve is around. He is uh, playing some machines of war. So you guys are going to have to pardon my voice. I've been talking and yelling all day over the game, so I'm a little bit verklempt. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> so, guys, how's it been after the first day? I think uh, it's gone very smoothly. Yeah, I've been really, I've gotten a lot of compliments, so we've got a lot of first-time players here that have given a lot of compliments and how they feel like it's going. Yeah, that was a, that was a big thing. Uh, right when we were about to start, you came up and you you know, you know gave the little, the pre-Blood in the Sun speech, and we all said that we're going to have fun. Raise your right that, hand. Yeah. yeah. 
Before that, you were telling us there's how many people are here today? There's like 15. How many uh, people are playing? How many people are playing today? 86. 86. So about 15. So almost 20% are first-time tournament goers. And yeah, not just great. yeah, not not just first time two dayers, not just first time like this is the first tournament they've ever gone to. Um, and it helps that there's there's one big club that they just always play together. It's like six of them. Holy Hammers, um, the Holy Hammers, uh, and the they South, just never none of them ever done a Chicago. tournament. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And uh, and they, they seem like they're having a great time too. And and somebody who's played two of those members said that. They're the best club around. <laughs> really? <laughs> they really enjoyed playing both of them, yeah. NW who? NW2. We might have to do a little club challenge there. Well, let's make it clear. They're the best club around other than... Other than... It's other always, than, it's always sure. other than... Yeah, I, we just, we're in a category by ourselves. We're not... They just Well, we, we've already <laughs> knocked down, you know, IWFB, so... Oh, oh take yeah, on, that's uh, true. All <laughs> comers. <other> <laughs> All you need to buy is a ticket to Chicagoland and take on the NW2. Yep. And Harrison can do another 3-0 and job. Right? There you go. <laughs> oh, boy. So, um, any challenges? Any Anything going rough? I mean, no. I, I've never run a tournament, so I don't know. You know. I would say this being our third year, we've kind of hit our stride. I think we're in a rhythm. Yeah, the I mean, just having a couple more players. So this is ten more players than last year. Now final um, after having four either no shows or, um, which is really interesting. <laughs> you know, having no shows, people paid, and then they just don't let you know that they're coming. And right. it's very strange. Oh, so they don't because it's not a cheap turn. I mean, it's sixty bucks. You know, so somebody yeah. paid fifty, sixty bucks to to do something, and then they just forgot and decided not to tell you that they're coming. And I, I find mean, that strange. Well, hopefully, there's no tragedy either where they no, couldn't call you to another stuff. No, I nothing like that. It's always yeah, been oh yeah. Yeah, this person couldn't make it, and right. Well, because Domus yeah. isn't here, because I know Mrs. Domus right. wasn't feeling well. So, right. but no, I mean challenges. Uh, it, it, I, I told somebody earlier today, and I really like saying that 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 running a tournament, nothing that you're doing is hard. No, like nothing that you're doing is is oh my god I can't do that but there's so much of it there's so <laughs> much you know I mean just just how many copies you're making for packets how many uh, you know if you're making terrain how how daunting a task you know you think about making one table's worth of terrain you're like ah eh, that's fine but when it multiplies it becomes a lot more work than that and and it's I don't know it's just a lot of little busy stuff that stacks up my last week has been just bits so right. <laughs> well I think the, the key is to get the right people to help you out in the right of course for the right task of course, and that's yeah. something to your credit grant is that something you're great at is finding the right people for the right task getting people over to help out and kind of uh, making that call you know call to arms so to speak yeah, hey we need yeah. some help and people always answer the call. You know, we're grateful in that we have volunteers who are, are actually our players as well. Yep. That I think uh, are helping to contribute. And even, I mean, even the players who come in, we've got such a great community that they'll come in and they'll they'll help set up. I mean, and they all, yeah. it's not like we have to recruit for that. They come in and they say, "What do you want us to do? Right. We, we want to help." Um, you know what? What do we do? And there's Matt Teeter waving us right now. He's one, he's one of those guys. So uh, it, it's yeah, really TC War Room. Hey, you know what? The Midwest Gaming Clubs, man, they're they're friendly. They hey, we'll come in a day early, hey, play some games with us, and then we'll show up and and help you set up. Oh I my mean, gosh. Yeah, that was great. You can't. Yeah. Uh, I mean, just just the fact that we've got the new gamers, uh, well, the, the new tournament gamers, and just everybody who's here. I, I had such a great feeling today. Like just when it's the good when vibe. the tournament started, a lot of new armies that I've never seen before. A lot of um, so I don't know if people are using bits to, to showcase their new armies, their new projects, or anything. But yeah, and and, and then also the new players. Just it, it just a good vibe for me today. Yeah. I've really gotten totally a, gotten, gotten a great vibe from everything. 
Yeah, no, it, it's it, and I've I've been playing, and it's been a fun day. And I told you over when we went out to eat, um, you know, I'm I'm taking pretty much my, my games have taken most of the time, but I'm done a little bit early, and then it's like, you know, I I go to the bathroom, I grab a coke, I come back, and the results are up. Like you guys are on top of it. It's posted quick. It's simple. There's not a lot of adjustments need to be made. Uh, moving from table to table, everything's just moving smooth. Now, are you checking your the, the results on your smartphone or on the, the the posting on the wall? Well, I check the results on my phone because mm. I mean that's where it goes up there before they can print it, run it right. off, get yeah. it, and bring it up. Um, I did the table listings. I'm just I'm going for, and I, you can usually figure it out because. You take your place and divide it by two, and that's usually your table number. Sure, right. So, because they're just listed in, you know. Right, right. So, I mean, it's been really nice that the, the results, as soon as uh, as soon as Steve's got them recorded, boom, he's put them up on the website. Or, he's I don't the, know if that is, that the is why he is the salon. Yeah, dude. Yeah, t- talk about <laughs> knowing the math, you know. Right. It's just, uh, it's, it's really quick. It's really nice. Yeah, yeah. That's one of the, my favorite things about having Steve on board is just not... He's just on it. <laughs> He's yeah. the numbers man. He yeah, you don't have slot. to worry about it. And it's such a critical part it. of the whole tournament experience that to not have to stress about that is oh, it's huge. And he loves it. You know, he seems like he enjoys it. He does. You know, if I was sitting behind there, I would. I'd, I'd have stress, a vein popping yeah. out of my head the whole time. <laughs> yeah. you know, I'm sure I could do it, but I don't know if that would be fun. It seems like it's fun for him. He enjoys doing that. So it's uh, like I said, though it. You know, and people have said to me while they were playing, saying. You know, I love coming to bits. It's uh, it's it's not as high stress as some of the other tournaments. It's not so, you know, it, it doesn't have as. I mean, it's competitive, but it doesn't. But it's have, not pedal to the metal, right? It doesn't have that feel to it. People are coming. It, it seems like there's more people coming to have a good time. That that that's seems to be the goal. Well, so, go ahead. I think between the oath, the the player base, things like the bingo that kind of take the edge off. I, I think we do spirit. a good job of there's making like sure that people know. things on that bingo know. I can never get. I just wanted to point that out. There's some, yeah, yeah, there's, it's, yeah it's, sure. It's, uh, we don't want to make it easy. Definitely vampire biased. Yeah. <laughs> against. <laughs> against vampires. Against vampires, yeah. You're prejudiced. You're prejudiced against vampire I don't think players. you can be stubborn or steadfast, can you? No. No, I don't think so. You can't break or flee. can't... Uh, yeah. Yeah, well, so that was a whole bunch in there. War machine. <laughs> oh, my war machine misfired. <laughs> oh, <God. laughs> You're just going to have to win overall. Uh, that's what I'm trying to do. Yeah. Well, you're actually doing pretty well. I looked at the results today, and you're going to be on table 12 tomorrow? Yep. Ooh, Not bad. Doggy. Of course, this is what happened at Adepticon. I went two and one the first day, and I wound up being two and three. Hey, don't live but in history. Three and two. I'm not. You've got to look towards the, the future. Hey, I'm playing the best game I can. I got really lucky game three, though. Hmm. <laughs> Uh, there's some things just went in my favor that were just like, oh wow, hey, look at that! I just lucked out. I, I would love a but detailed I rundown. My I want no, a detailed now. rundown of your games after. Yeah, I was say not the now. tournament is done. But uh, yeah, like I said, Grant, I'm just. I know you've got to run. I know you've got because you, your family's here and stuff like that. Yep. But I just I want to thank you for running such a great tournament, and I'm not just trying to kiss up. I mean, we're friends, so <laughs> go okay, audience, take this with a grain of salt. You know, disclaimer. We're both an NW2. Grant's a co-host of the show. Mm. Uh, so for me to say, oh, it was a great tournament. You're the best. It does sound a little bit it's like not a stroke. Service, huh? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> but uh, it's really great. Now, so have you guys thought of the theme for Blood in the Sun? Uh, I, I've had some thoughts really? on it, actually. You have, I, I you have, have time to think about that? I have a thought. thought. Yeah. What's, the, a thought. what's the thought? Might you uh, the, the theme? give it a little preview? Yeah. Just, yeah. Blood in the Sun 4? Uh, well... 
I've been thinking some gunslinging Old West. That's huh. what I've been thinking. That's been my thoughts. We can uh, we can I'll talk be about partner. it. <laughs> <laughs> but that's the Swedish Old West. Is yeah. that the, <laughs> I, thought that was, I thought that was two wild and crazy guys. There you go. Oh, yeah, that might be it. I'm not certain what it is. I just know it wasn't Scott Lampengrim. I haven't stopped. Hey guys, <laughs> no, that was that was with my wizard well, hand. Homosexuals. <laughs> hey guys, that was like uh, <laughs> slash homosexual. Oh, wow. <laughs> oh. You should, should edit that out. I yeah, think. Oh, yeah, you think? <laughs> yeah. Maybe I'll bleep it. Just like, like, wow, wow. wow. <laughs> I, I told I you I'm tired. <laughs> And I felt bad when you were like, oh, I got a Star Trek costume. Sulu's? I felt bad. Yeah, I, oh, that, <laughs> cut, me da- cut me deep, David. Uh, that's okay. So what about, what about you, Dave? Before I go, what um, so so I can make improvements for tomorrow, what would you change if there's one thing you could change? Uh, what do you think? I'm don't make me get my butt like kicked that. by nickel first game tomorrow. <laughs> um, honestly, I, I can't think of anything. Everything moved so quick today. Like, you know, sign-in was at 9.00. I walked up about 9.15, figuring I'll look around. The, li- the line's, like, all done. People are unpacking. I'm like, oh, I better hurry up and grab my stuff. Yeah. I mean, it's just it's it's moving really quick. Um, if I was going to say to focus on one thing, and this is just from my experience of from all the tournaments I've been to, is that the uh, end of the, 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 the handing stuff out and then the speechifying tends to get long. Not from you who run it because you always keep it quick, but I know you open the mic to everybody. If they want to promote anything, oh, promotions, and, and I know, it, so I know it and, says and the Turk tournament uh, with uh, be brief or no, be bold, with, with be brief, brevity. be gone. And I would say just be make sure, and you can use it as an excuse I think if you Dave need to. Dave just told me to shut up. No, I think is what he said. no, no, no. I think he's, <laughs> I know, I know. I'm just kidding. No, you know what it is? Is it says it's, it's going to end open about, forum. When other people jump on and say, "Hey, I'm running a tournament," this and we're doing that, and then that. they're going on and on and on. Yep. And I'm just saying the schedule here says it ends around four fifteen, and I got to get cranky to the airport. I don't want to ditch early. But I want to stay for every last minute. But I'm saying, if I was going to, wa- that that was something I would watch. And so you, it ends at four fifteen, four fifteen or four thirty. I thought. Oh, Hold on, let me look. Matter. You're not really going to the airport. You're just saying hypothetically. No, I got to take cranky to the oh, freaking airport oh, to oh, take okay. him home. Uh, Sunday, three thirty to three forty-five raffle results. Three forty-five to four fifteen awards. So, well, yeah, hey. Because I know every, I mean, the last couple of years, especially at Adepticon, because before we can get to the fantasy awards, they go through all that 40K stuff right. and those raffles. And I'm, it's, it's always like people are looking at their watch in the back going, okay, you don't. Let's you know, wrap it up. The guy who's running the show is not quickening them up. The, the raffle does take a little while. I mean, well, that, of course it, it I think does. it makes it, it seem like it takes a while, so maybe we'll find a good way to do that. But, uh, but yeah, I'll being, try and be brief with that uh, with the end. I think that's a great suggestion, Dave. I'm not trying to be critical. I'm not no, no, no. It's always a, a process to yeah, make it better. No. What's so, your stance as a player? What's your stance on special characters? Yay or nay? I don't see a reason not to have them anymore. I don't, you know, and that's and that's just. I mean, we've how many have we gone through in the show? How many of them? And now that they got now that Teclas isn't that awesome anymore, you've basically got who the Thoric, and how many dwarf players have we got playing? Well, he doesn't fit in, does he? He's six hundred some, isn't he? Oh, Thoric, there might be some. No, Thoric at, is five something. There it's might be some. I'd look at visiting next year is maybe changing the point value. Maybe. Really? To what? Maybe. I think Three thousand. Said maybe. <laughs> but hypothetically, what would the that same be? points value we are. Yeah. Um, there's a couple of other ones that th- they weren't always the same points value we well, are. Well, it so. ranges from um, two thousand up to three thousand. I, like, I like bigger. Bigger. Bigger is better. Bigger is better. Vider is it big. better. So like ten grand. Yeah. 
<laughs> wow. Just everybody bring your models, pick a side of the table, and go. Right, right. <laughs> it's $20,000, 20000 the Royal Rumble of Warhammer. <laughs> That's amazing. So, um, guys, thank you guys very much for coming on. I hope right. that we have another show afterwards because um, I've had Did some other things. thank us for coming on? Thank you for having us on Thanks for coming on. Thank you for letting me come on. If that's not what I said, it is like what time is it? It's late. It's and late. We're all tired. And you guys are exhausted. It's eleven o'clock. So, um, but I do have some other stuff. You know, I want to talk about observations from today and things like that. I mean, I think it'd be good to, to talk about that. I'm yeah. having a blast. Woo. I good. could I could not be having a better time. I really am. All right. So, excellent. All right. Thank you we're guys. gonna go. We'll, thanks, we'll be back. Grant, thanks for coming on. No problem, buddy. <laughs> it's the ball guy side of the table over here. <laughs> All right, so we are back, still here at Bits. We are now here with Kevin Bruins and Johnny Hastings. What is going on, the bastard himself? Yeah, and Ruins, Bruins. What up, howdy? So, how are you guys uh, enjoying Bits? Damn good time. Super fun. Nice. I was kind of burnt out before I came here, but I'm really glad I came because it's a blast. Good, good to hear. Reinvigorating the the Warhammer <laughs> side of things. <laughs> I always get that right before a tournament because I always just get this one feeling like, I swear to God, after that last Adepticon where I came like fourth from last, right before every <laughs> tournament I get that, oh, dear God, please don't let me do that again. Oh, dear God, please don't let me do that again. you got to control your game. You know, I did. Top you know, I think it's... I yeah. think it's that's the thing that, that keeps me sharp is because, like, the night before, I'm like, I ain't getting drunk. I'm coming in. I'm staying, staying focused. I'm going to win and do best I can. Hmm. So how are you guys doing today so far? What are you at? I got two wins and one loss. What about you? Draw, little loss, little just a little one, and then uh, a little win. <laughs> <laughs> so he's right in the middle. Yeah. I'm, I went two and one. I couldn't believe it. Oh. So I'm, oh. I am pleased. Yeah, we're gonna hear but that. You guys are you guys aren't playing each other tomorrow, David and Johnny. No, no. I got Tupper in the morning. I got Tup. Mm. I'm playing nickel. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Corn so, demons. They're yep. not that scary. So yeah. no, I, I'm I'm glad I'm not facing. It's actually, a pretty good matchup for you. Yeah. Well, he plays. You have tons of just expendable infantry you can right. shove forward, and that's that's kind of the plan. Because I know, I, I even texted him. He's like, "Oh, we're playing together." I'm like, "I'd rather play against your demons than play against your high elves." Because his high elves, <laughs> they just tore through yeah. me when I played him last time. So I'm like, "Forget about it." <laughs> so, um, all right. So the reason I asked you guys to come on is because uh, uh, Jerry Gerald Parsley, uh, Jerry from the Cobra Kai, he runs the Brawler Bash. Yeah, Brawler yeah. Bash. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, he does Brawler Bash and. Um, He's really active in the Warhammer community, and he sent out an email to a bunch of us. I know I, I, I yep. added you into the loop, mm-hmm. and uh, it's basically ETC talk again. What can we do to make sure that the whole country is represented? What can we do yeah. to make sure that everybody sort of gets a fair chance? Um, and then he actually made a suggestion that if we broke us up into categories, Northeast, Southeast, Midwest, West Coast, and Texas... Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, if we sort of ran our own sort of masters, masters you know, yeah. and each each region can can choose the pick way their they own person to pick go. their own pick their own three or four, well, pick their own three or four tournaments that are regular, you know, tournaments mm-hmm. like bits or whether you choose Adepticon or you choose Wapak or whatever. Yeah, and the guys who go to that, the guys with the best scores combined from those tournaments, mm. would then you know they 
they go to the Masters, and then those are the guys. So those players qualify to be on the ETC then? Right. Is that the idea? Well, that's one. The Masters would be just kind of like a separate thing. Right. Right. I think right now they're kind of going through, but the ETC team right now for the United States is still out of the Northeast primarily, mm-hmm. and then the Masters would be kind of like a sweet thing, just, hey, what's up, USA? Because they wouldn't use necessarily straight-up ETC rules. They'd use ETC, or like a little bit of ETC comp, but not all of it, but still normal rules. Why Why not, if you're going to train, kind of practice and form teams for this tournament, why not simulate the conditions of the tournament? So that the Midwest will show up and some <laughs> other folks. Because not everyone likes ETC. So they think they want the Masters to be its thing, and maybe they'll start to pull into it in like a couple of years, but then the ETC USA team, they're kind of working through all of the logistics. So on there's how to two different kind of... Yeah, the Masters would be like, yay, United States, yay. Right. Yeah. Okay, I see. Yeah. Mm. Maybe it would feed into the, the European Team Championship. USA team eventually. I but think I, I line, like that line of thinking better. For yeah. those who are interested in ETC, go you know, have mm-hmm. at it. Otherwise, we have our own thing. Mm-hmm. But at least if they're going to look for guys from other regions, yeah. these are the guys. Okay, these are our top guys in our region. So if yep. you want to start inviting people or saying, hey, let's see how you work well. Because t- I know part of it, I, I remember listening to Heelenhammer. Because about two years ago, they had a huge hubbub about how they were picking. You know, mm-hmm. People got upset that they were, you know, it was like the same people going. Right. Same group. And they said part of it was how well you play, and part of it was how well is, will you play with the team. So, mm-hmm. right. it, you know, but these are the people to invite down and get games in and, and try out and see how they're doing. Um, you I know, mean, there's so much to, to go into that. You're, you're talking not only uh, how well people play, but uh, the group dynamic. Like, okay, your matchup is, uh, you know, based on the, the, the matchup selections, you have to lose your game, but don't lose it too bad. Mm. You know, you're going for the draw, you're going for the win. Within that group, that dynamic then takes center stage, and you, the personalities become huge. Right. You yeah. know what I mean? And, and you know, if you're going to travel for that, you definitely want to be going with friends. You don't want people that you just met and you don't know anything about. So it's right that pulling from each region thing is a little sketchy. It's dicey, mm-hmm. yeah, for sure. I mean, I know I talked to Jerry, and he said once he got a little more on this, he would come on and talk more about it. Yeah, and we this is just like he just sent the feelers out. Would people mm-hmm. be interested in doing this? Who want to do the Masters part or the ETC part? I think both. Both. Both, okay. Some people want to do one. Some people Mm -hmm. want to do the other. Some people want to do both. But, Mm -hmm. yeah, let's set up something. There are qualifiers for a Masters in this region. Mm -hmm. You know, there's enough competitive guys who'd want to do that. Whether or not they want to do ETC, but at least this way people are hearing about it Mm -hmm. and they'll know who to contact. That's why I wanted to get this on there. Mm Right we don't, if we don't have the rankings, though, how do you determine the Masters? You know, how to figure out who gets to go, who's invited? Well, and that's mm-hmm. part of what they're working on was... Yeah. Uh, like, would you just pull from the best overall at the top four or five tournaments and just say, if you're from the Midwest, you're, you know, you've got an invite? Right. Because best overall, theoretically, would be a good place to start. Yeah. <laughs> on paper. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah it, it depends on the tournament, though, too, because yeah. if mm-hmm. soft scores are really heavy, maybe you're pulling, you want to pull the best general because mm-hmm. right. you want the most competitive player. And those are the things that everyone has to figure out. And one of the things that I think that people agreed with, at least in the email, it seemed that they agreed with. I could have missed mm-hmm. a few because there was like 50 letters going back and forth. Yeah. Was each region will set up its own criterion for which tournaments yeah. they're going to choose to be for their qualifiers for their Masters. Sure. Mm-hmm. So. Well, so you're going to perhaps attract a different crowd you know, if you're going to make some of those events really competitive mm-hmm. and base them around that. Like there's a higher theme here something else is going on other than we're just going to have a tournament hang out and have fun right yeah that's something yeah. Yeah. we got to consider a new competitive level yeah because that was something they wanted like do you want it, each region to be able to define it themselves because then you could say well the midwest prides itself on an over best overall hobby or they pride themselves on this thing and so when we want to send people to the masters in the united states um we want them to send 
what we think best represents the Midwest, not necessarily just play style, but the best Warhammer players or best Warhammer hobbyists, that kind of thing. Because if it was best overall, you could still send some really sweet Warhammer hobbyists right. that still know how to play the game. <laughs> hmm. But you'd have to, I mean, that would be the idea of like having this on the podcast in different forums is to see what does the Midwest, how do they want to define, do they want just straight best generals or do they want best overalls or is something True in between? Overall. Well, yeah. the ETC itself doesn't uh, really weigh paints no. or sportsmanship, does it? Which is, yeah, which is why the Masters could be an interesting Twitch. kind of yeah. separate thing. Yeah. You could say, who is the best Warhammer overall player, hobbyist mm. um, in the United States for that year? Hmm. And, and you could define it however they want. So the ETC plays it, does it mostly on the game itself, but the United States Masters could be however well, folks really kind of want to Their version of the game. Yeah. Sorry to interrupt you. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> their version of Warhammer. Yeah. Right. Not the version of Warhammer we play. Yeah. Seventh Ed Hipster. I want to go back. <laughs> <laughs> Hipster. <laughs> well, and everybody's got their own definition. I think that's something that came across really clear in the yeah. emails is everybody's got their own definition. So some guys are all year playing ETC style because they're interested in that. Right. Some guys are playing different comps, more comp, no comp, and that we wanted. To, that's, I think that was why they said that each region should mm-hmm. sort of set up its own way to just define yep. it. Sure, because ain't nobody going to agree. Right, right. You the know? Midwest is a difficult child. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> we do seem to be the standout region. The other four regions all seem to have at least some sort of of comp running through their major tournaments, and uh, we don't. No, <laughs> we take the starter kit and we open it up and then we play that <laughs> out of the book with oh, the rules yeah it's right, nice right. it's an interesting concept not always <laughs> sometimes not always. we disallow those dirty special characters <laughs> <laughs> although times are changing yeah. yeah that's so infrequent at this point you yeah know, because Teclas and Kairos got fixed yeah well, we said before when Grant was here the only one you got left is uh, Thoric Thor- yeah Thor- is, he, is he considered broke He's so many points though. Like, where the f- do you fit him in? Well, he's five oh five on that on his. Isn't he? I think he's like five oh five on the anvil. Yeah, um, yeah. So no, it's it's the the one on the the one with the book of grudges is like seven something. Oh, he's yeah. crazy, but <laughs> but the thorough just goes hi, Peter Shades. Yeah. Bye. Yeah. Purple what? <laughs> right. <laughs> That's the thing. So it's yeah. like no, he's 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 not invulnerable either. So yeah. I I don't annoying, but he's got obvious right. weaknesses. All right, so, Kevin, what did you sign up to organize here for the Midwest? Um, so, right now, just to kind of get feedback on what folks want to um, have the, the Midwest region be represented as. So, do we want it to be best overall? Do we want it to be as players? And then, after that, we'll start to tabulate for um, four or five tournaments that we think are the defining kind of events. And this is with the goal of introducing some kind of Masters um, event either, here. Either so in a Masters event um, in the Midwest or just saying... Um, we want to send out 5, 10, 15 invitations to the, these best overall players, go down the list and say, hey, can you make it to South Carolina next, you know, yeah. summer, that kind mm-hmm. of thing. Because there might be just, there may not be enough people just that can make that kind of trip, but so we can send out the invitations and just go down the line. So just kind of figuring out now the feel is like, what does the Midwest want to do for a thing? I don't have, I mean. So really whom open. would we send to a national Masters is the question then. Um, best, so we'd send like five, ten invitations to the best right. overall, and that's what you're trying to decide, though, yep. is yep. how so to figure out who the heck we would send. Yep. Okay. So it'd be like best um, general types or best overall types. Yep. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Best painters. You can also have, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and you can also have a regional masters. Yeah. Okay. So, mm-hmm. is there discussion about a regional masters? It seemed like there was, right? Yeah. So there'd yeah. be a regional, and then there'd be a national. Yep. Okay. This is all really in its first. It's I mean, in its infancy. Yeah. yeah. 
Yeah. yeah, I mean, this was this week. Yeah. You know, we're all getting ready for bits, and I saw this on the email, and we just started going through it. So mm-hmm. That's a huge undertaking. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> no big deal. But, I mean, it, it's based off of what our community wants in the Midwest, and so it just is like, how do we want to define how we want to do the regional masters and then the national masters? Right. So then the goal, just to reiterate, is to figure out a way to create an American ETC team that's from all regions or um, I think the Masters is its own thing so it's just and then separate, the ETC at least at the moment the ETC thing is so still up in the air they're practicing to just go over and okay. I think afterwards they're going to talk with the folks in the ETC committee um, from the United States and Europe and see what kind of options they have right. um, and then the Masters is going to be its own separate kind of thing it may develop into um, an ETC prep stuff in the United States or it may just exist as its own thing I think right now they're just like well we don't have any input on the ETC thing besides just some thoughts. And so um, we're going to do this master's thing because that just could be a good way to bring the community together. Okay. Um, and so they're going to they're gonna make a, a United States forum. They're going to make up um, a website. And they're, they're going to try to feel out and see if they can get a U.S. rankings um, yeah. kind of thing as well. So there's a couple. Hopefully they'll be like rather than the Warhammer forum, which is predominantly Man. United Kingdom and, yeah. and like Europe, is that there could be a Warhammer USA forum. Um, which would be neat. Okay. I mean, think about it. If you got people who are wanting to compete for the regional masters, I, I don't see them not wanting at least to say, well, okay, well, let's see whose region is best and just mm-hmm. have all those top guys going together for a U.S. masters. Oh, I can see that. Well, yeah, let's go take those other guys on. I mean, <laughs> for national that type of player, aren't you? Yeah. Exactly, yeah. Put Kevin's uh, phone number in there so people can call him. <laughs> 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 His address? Yeah. Yeah. I think we're really open to thoughts because it has just been the last week. So it's a really exciting kind of opportunity to hopefully pull different folks in together. Um, The Masters wouldn't just be straight up competitive. It would also be like, hey, what do you all do? Like they have a venue that very much mirrors what folks have in the United Kingdom, like a big 140-person hall that just is a gaming hall. Like in their – that's sweet. My hobby shop got like seven tables. (laughs) I think we have two. So. And that's when you pull out the folding table. <laughs> and that's when you just play in my basement, right? <laughs> <laughs> so, okay, that's cool. Do you guys have anything else you wanted to say or anything you want to talk about? <laughs> <laughs> Knew that was coming. All right, well, guys, hey, listen, thanks for coming on. Thanks. Yeah, it's great, dude. Excellent. Good to have a talk thanks, with guys. you. Right. Peace. Bye. Later, bros. Ryan Steele, creative director of Dark Age Games and editor-in-chief of Ravage Magazine U.S., wants the Garage Hammer fans to head on over to CoolMiniOrNots.com and find some of the best games and miniature artistry assets the industry has to offer. From professional painting DVDs, art supplies, and a variety of amazing miniatures, from an assortment of different companies, whether you're adding to your own army or starting up a new game like Dark Age, Cool Mini or Not has what you need. Okay, hope you enjoyed that. Good stuff. Good stuff. <laughs> this is the last segment. This is us with uh, Broska and Roder from Skull Bros. Yeah. Um, all right, folks, this is the last segment of the show, but we'll come back and wrap up. But this is going to be the last segment. Um, you guys know we try to keep it mostly family-friendly. Uh, the cuckoo was in effect, but it went off several times. 
And I know I've had people comment, you know, when it goes off that many times, it's not like people don't know what they're saying just because we're not putting it on the air. Doesn't mean the it, the implication isn't coming across. So if you're hinky about having your kids listen to it, you know, you don't hear any. We, we do what we can. Yeah, but. The, the bad words aren't in there. They've been bleeped. But if, if excessive bleeping might get you feeling hinky, you may want to get to yeah, the next segment. But we were having such a good time. I didn't have the heart to cut out the stuff that wasn't Warhammer related. So, folks, enjoy this, and then we'll come back and wrap up the show. We definitely want to keep it straight, though, and be right on top of the mic so everyone can hear you. There's nothing straight about me doing this. <laughs> yeah, this is gonna be, I'm going to beat this bit to death. <laughs> Get it? Oh, right. Oh. God, you really do got to swallow this. Yeah. You really got to on the mic. Probably shouldn't. Should I put a condom on this thing? <laughs> Classic stuff. Yeah. <laughs> you got that cuckoo ready or what? <laughs> Dude. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I have the cuckoo primed and ready to go. So, all right, folks, if you haven't noticed, we're back and we are here still at Bits. Me, Chris, you, Chris. What's up, guys? And we are here with the Skull Bros. We are here with uh, Rotor and Braska. How's it going, guys? Fantastic. <laughs> oh, right off the bat. You're not wasting any time. <laughs> yeah. You oh, yeah, that's that? right. Yeah. We're we going to watch our language, bro. <laughs> Oh, this He's is like, get that cuckoo ready. Hey, if you slip, you slip. I, you know, it's it. I that's what the cuckoo's for. Absolutely, don't you, be slipping, son. Don't laugh. Don't need a cuckoo challenge to go down or anything like that. God, I sound like <laughs> I have smoked way too many cigarettes no, already. That sounds so good. Honestly. You got those deep, sultry tones. You got that's like it, that's it. You know what you got? You got like 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 late thirties female heavy heavy like hard rock station. Hey I guys, I sound we like got that some blonde Zeppelin coming up next. I sound that. like that blonde scrag. Who's oh my god! Up all weekend. <laughs> that chick is out of control. So Holy your name's <laughs> McGee? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You don't like anchor man? <laughs> Off the rails. Off the <laughs> rails. rails yeah. already. We've already ruined this. This was a great podcast until Stay now. <laughs> Give me a topic. Yeah, let's go. Uh, let's well, riff. How about bits? How about it? So, what in the sun? How, yep. about, how are you guys enjoying this it? This is your first time, both of you guys, right? Yeah. First time. Missed, uh, missed the Depticon this year. Too and so, cool for it. Yeah. <laughs> too cool for school? Yeah. Well, baby. Well, well, that too. Yeah. Actually, that sold out super fast and I couldn't get in. Yeah. What do you do? Mm. It was sold out in hours, Adepticon, and that did not happen the year before. It took oh, quite a bit more than that. Uh, yeah, we did discuss. I think the the big hammer going away, I think, right. factored into it. So there's one less event. Yeah, so everyone's flocking to the big one. It was, but, but that uh, was that was bananas. Yeah, totally, totally. Uh, I I'm digging it so far. What did you expect before you got here? Well, I don't know. I guess uh, I was expecting something along the lines of um, Wapaka. You know, um, the, from what I'd heard, it was billed as sort of Wapaka 2, kind of, you know. Interesting. Um, big shoes to fill there, buddy. Well, I know Grant has said on the show that Wapaka was, was the inspiration. inspiration right. so. The inspiration. So, stop. <laughs> stop. <laughs> Off the rails. I don't want to be like... So, I think that it's interesting. They're doing a lot of stuff. So, there's like, you know, there's the raffle. There's the terrain thing. There's the... Maybe that's all. The bingo. <laughs> the bingo. Bingo. Bingo's actually kind of cool. The dude. bingo is, that's a f- dope idea. Cause I, like I glanced at it, I'm like, oh no, this has got to be retarded. And then, 
I actually figured out what it was. Well, and then you start to be like, uh, I'm getting screwed. And so then you look at your bingo sheet like, <laughs> yeah. you can win stuff by getting screwed. Right. Can, yeah. I, can I make lemonade out of these lemons? I'm yeah, already right. losing. Let's six dice this and see if I can cascade exactly. this pool. Right. I want to get a bingo prize. Boosh. Go ahead, bro. Use your reroll. Go for insane courage. It's cool. <laughs> <laughs> I know you got this, but, you know. We, so, we found that something like that kind of takes the competitive edge off of things a little bit. You know what I mean? Yeah, it makes it all funny, right? Yeah. So yeah. I, I I dig that because I'm not very good. Oh, we good. had a painting contest last night. You guys were at World War Z, but they had the painting contest from the who's, uh, MPA, Mini Painting Authority. Mini Painting Authority. So they brought paints and brushes. And Maz had an hour to paint up on a, a mantic orc, and then they gave out a... Brad won some legit shit from that, too. Like, there were... Bags of wood elves and stuff, right? Like dryads and archers and all the plastic stuff. And the yeah. and the and the riders, the calf. We're right. painting one orc. Not a bad trade off yeah. for an yeah. hour. It's and good, then it's a good thing he threw it in the parking lot immediately. <laughs> and then they <laughs> not top tier, bro. <laughs> not top tier, bro. <laughs> right. Not upper echelon. I'm out. I cannot make filth with this. I can't. Yeah. Oh, and and last year uh, we also we had uh, Brian Steele here. Doing demos of Dark Age, so there's yeah they they sort of make it. I mean, for something that's not big like Adepticon with fifty thousand things going on, Grant is certain that if you're here to help out, if you're here with friends, if you're here, if you got if you get wiped out on turn two and you got two hours for a game, there's something else you could be right, doing. Right. Yeah. Plus, we've got smoking seminars out by the pool. If you've never <laughs> smoked those, cigarettes man. before, that's where yeah. the party's at. <laughs> yeah. Yikes. If you can come on down, we'll give you one. You know, there's no real age requirement. We're pretty old. we're pretty loose about it. So it, you're you're cool with uh, it's it's that the BYOC. Yeah. Thing. So there you go. I don't know what I mean. What else did you expect? Five games, Warhammer. I had I didn't even think I was going to be here for the longest time. Right. And uh, I've been pretty lackadaisical about the whole situation. And yet you're blowing it up. <laughs> yeah. You're you're in you're in. Big boy room next. What do you know tomorrow about, morning? What do you know about Table Five, son? Super nice. weird. I lost. You know what every I know about Table game. Five? I know Table Five just took any thoughts that I had of winning top VC general and kicked it right in the nuts square, brother. Yeah, apparently the fucking dirt bus is making it happen. <laughs> well, you know what I like most about that? That you basically took a list straight out of White Dwarf. Totally, and you're oh. making it happen with that. Oh wow. yeah. Wait, what did you do? Wait, that were... Well, in that, you know when they, like, I don't know what issue it was, but when they did the big jump to the new look, it was the one with the uh, Mauler Fiend on the cover. Right. There's an, there's an article in there on, like, all your eggs in one basket or spreading it out, and this guy has a VC list that's basically the exact same list that I have, only he's running Hex Wraiths, so I dropped them, and I don't know, I think I threw in more, like, chaff. Okay. So, so your, your uh, eggs in one basket is one big night boss. Yeah, it's 14 black knights, and then a uh, vampire lord, three lesser vampires, and a uh, level four necro. <laughs> well, the back. But the, the real genius of that build is uh, the placement of the vampire lord. And right? the BSB. Because uh, with the command, they're actually in the second rank. And so when you get into combat, then you can make way, and you get to pick your spot. So if there's oh, like that a, is nice. If there's a, like a, a mage lord up front, yeah, you can boop. Yeah, he just brings hurt wherever he needs to. I keep swearing. It's, it's I'm okay. sorry. It's okay. Don't worry, cuckoo, cuckoo in the house. We got sorry, the Harrison. <laughs> Harrison doesn't listen to the show. Okay. Actually, he hears, he listens when I'm editing. He actually wants to get good at Warhammer. <laughs> Wow. <laughs> That's an indictment. <laughs> Speaking of that, though, I did kick your ass. <laughs> Ouch. I was waiting for that to come up. Yeah. 
Yeah, round one, fifteen five. It was. Uh, yeah, I make, I make it look easy, don't I? That was pretty brutal. <laughs> Honestly, effortless. after the game, I just realized I should have been throwing the chaff at that big unit and just moving it the heck out of my way and gone for everything else. Yeah, but I couldn't catch anything else. It's a it's a pain in the ass, dude. Um, that's another all eggs in one basket thing. You know, you have to you have to go for that source block with the slon hiding behind it. Forty source with spears, so I'm getting like fifty attacks against my unit, and then he's got the. There's three characters in there. Three characters yep. in there. Scarvets. Lore light. Lore light. Yep. So, uh, the the big key, like I was hiding, I I kind of used that house. To block off the one flank. Yeah, and that was oh, the placement on that table. I had to play on that table twice in a row. Right, and so that you that's the move because well, <laughs> you had you've got the uh, you've got your two hordes, right? You've right. Got your uh, your uh, graveyard and then your uh, ghouls. And so making sure that I could split them, I basically turned my uh, my ancient steg into chaff and ran them around and encouraged you to play games with him so that I could focus on the right. big dog. Right. Yep. And then. When you've got light and you're able to get Foz and Speed of Light and Briona's Time Warp, it's over. Oh, that was brutal. God, was, nothing you're, like dropping 200 points on Chaff. He what? only got two. He got two of the three off. I managed to stop a third. And even then, with Weapon Skill 10, Initiative 10, yeah. that, and a minus one, one to hit, I that's was just like, one, I couldn't do any damage. Right. But what, what really screwed me was the table I'm sitting at had this 12-inch long river that Nickel made. And it's a river of light. Mm-hmm. So I cannot risk. So, like, literally a third of the board I can't cross without risking. Yeah, playing having VC, a big chunk. there's and then, two magic missiles in there that right. ram you. Yeah, and then so I got that big thing, and then just over, just close enough so I can't get my two cords through the middle is that stupid little house, which has cut yeah. me off by, like, two inches. So some, someone's either got to fold up and get narrow. Or someone's got to go around. It was brutal. Speaking right. of terrain, did you guys participate in the terrain contest? <laughs> no. Like, did I submit the yeah. garbage I cranked out? Yeah. No. Oh, you didn't? Like, no. I made some, but uh, I'm not proud of it. <laughs> now, it's, here's I like, will say, there's a, it's a wide range of the quality of the entrance. There are a lot of, uh, like, puddles with cotton balls on it. Be, right here, bro. Be in the mist, whatever. What, you got, <laughs> right. you got a problem with my mist? You're not an original, is it, all I'm it, saying. It literally became, like, again, pretty lackadaisical about this right. whole event. I didn't even plan on making a terrain board until, like, the week before, but I was like, oh, yeah, I got to make tur- uh Display board? The lake feature thing, water uh, feature, yeah, whatever. Right. And... It was only because I happened to find a pre-cut piece of wood in my basement that I'm like, okay, I'll run a strip of glue around it. I'll just paint it green. Sweet. Then later I noticed, oh, it's got to be one of these things. Right. So here's some magic cotton. water. Here's some cotton sun. <laughs> right. It's misty. Right. <laughs> Bring in the heat. Yeah. I'm not proud of it. A lot of people went there. Actually, yeah. I was going to steal something from our gaming store. Uh, and then <laughs> claim it is mine. I can't do that. My gaming right. store is their gaming store. If I showed up with that, they'd be like, "Hey, eh, this is from UGG." And then I just ran out of time. So ill prepared. I was running out of time, and I was like, "What's the penalty if you don't have one?" I didn't know if it was per point. He's like, "No extra reroll." I'm like, "Dude, I forget my rerolls every time. I haven't used a reroll yet. I got three of the four, and I still haven't used." One. I do the exact same thing every tournament. I don't think I'm yet to use one of those coins. I throw them in my back pocket. Gone. <laughs> let, let me ask you about that, though, because um, I think that there is, uh, at least in my opinion, there was a slight mismatch in terms of um, how many rerolls versus the investment, because for one buck, you could get two tickets, right? Or something along those, two bucks, one ticket, something along those something. lines, right? Mm-hmm. 
that got you three rerolls right there. So that was like a two dollar investment. Then wait, what are you talking? It got about? you three rerolls. Just donating to the raffle should that have you gotten you one reroll. Period. Then you got one for turning your list in on time. You got one for showing up, and oh. you got one for your water feature. Yeah. Oh. So you showed yeah. up. <laughs> hey, sh- sh- my hey. bad. Hey, stop talking. <laughs> it's cool. It's cool. It's cool. It was just some confusion. Hey, look, he's such a good guy. He showed up. Well, you maxed and out, he on, you maxed out to- on reroll tokens, right? <laughs> so well, you took all the appropriate stuff. Uh, something along those lines. Didn't even realize he was getting reroll tokens for doing these things. Just doing no. it because he's the team player. Apparently. Now, looking at the tables and watching these games as a non-participant, it looks to me that there's almost too much slash too big of terrain on each table. Really? It seems like there's a lot. More than I'm accustomed to. Five, what is it, five to six pieces on a table? Uh, I think it's seven to eight. Isn't really? that about really? right though? Like, isn't in the rule book, they're supposed to be pretty littered yeah, with? Yeah, I suppose. I guess it's just more than I'm used to. Cause I think a lot of us that played like sixth and seventh, we're kind of used to just having like a hill, a tree, line up and go. It, it feels very much like Adepticon in terms of the layout. Yeah. It's you very know. play. We, we did make mirror the Adepticon layout. And in fact, okay. much of the terrain is Adepticon terrain. Oh, yeah. well, there you so. go. Honestly, like back home, um, we, I think on average play with a lot more terrain. Yeah. Like we usually have two to three big forests, one or two houses, a water feature, and then an impassable thing. Okay, so you're you're comfortable with the terrain, though. Yeah, that's just totally. the one quarter of the table. <laughs> right. <laughs> Thank you. Yeah, you got to spend a lot of money to play this game. Well, you figure seven pieces is the average if you're doing D6 plus four. Sure. Yeah. Seven pieces is the yeah. average. Yeah. I like playing with a bunch of terrain. I mean, most of it's, you know, most of it you can pass, you can go through without too much sure. trouble. So I don't mind. I like it. Well, you know, I mean, fantasy is such a movement-based game, right? So, uh a lot of terrain can start to stifle that, and so it can really affect gameplay depending on what army you're bringing. Um, True. If, if you're fast, if you can fly, you're not as hampered. If you're slow, like lizards or warriors of chaos, depending on the build, then it's going to have a much larger effect. And then you can like con- contrast that with 40k. 40k, you need like double the amount of terrain that you right. play within fantasy. Mm-hmm. So. Well, I was thinking like forest, hills, and rivers, where they can slow you down, they can make you have to not march or at least take a risk, but it's, I like the look of terrain on the table. Maybe that's the totally. hobby gamer in me, but when it looks kind of like a cool setup, I just, I remember 7th edition where, and in fact, I had to remind Harrison of this, because he's like, how come we didn't use so much terrain before? I'm like, because you had a one foot uh, radius circle around the middle of the board where you couldn't put terrain. Is that right? Yeah. Remember yeah. in 7th, oh, yeah, remember the, the circle? I guess like, I don't. Wow. Yeah, it was a two-foot circle, dead center, one-foot radius, right dead center. You were not allowed to put terrain. So that's why you always had terrain here and here, and it's like yeah. it left that middle Dude, open. Dude, that is so foreign to me now. I yeah, know, I don't. Crazy. I really don't even recall any of those. those yeah, because I remember terrain going into the middle rules, of the table. But... People were like, what? Terrain in the middle of the table? How am I going to run up the guts <laughs> right. if you've got stuff there? But, but that's where the game happens. Well, <laughs> the other thing, though, is like Forrest used to have a major impact in how you move. And now they really don't no. affect a lot of stuff. I mean... No, you might have... Cav's coming back. Test, you know, at, at the yeah. beginning of eighth, like, Cav wasn't a thing. Now it's a thing again. So I guess it's having more of an effect. But I don't know. I see forests and it's just not a big deal to me. Well, before, yeah. you could only see, like, an inch into the forest. Yeah. yeah. Right? And that was it. That yeah. is what made it huge. Yeah, that's Yeah, because right. you'd be dropping all your scouts and your shooties, skirmishers yeah. right. in there. At one inch out, they could see you... But you could you couldn't shoot at them without a penalty. So God, right. bring that rule back. It might let monsters live a turn or two before the cannons eat them. 
Well, what do you guys think of cannons these days? Like, they are I think they need a tweak. They need a tweak. Yeah, dude. There's the cuckoo. Again. It's okay. <laughs> God damn it. Uh, we were we were talking about that on the drive down, just like how we've gone from just Empire and Dwarves having cannons to now Demons and Ogres having cannons in this edition, and how, like, a 2-plus for cannons seems to be, like, standard tournament build now, you know? Yeah, if yeah. you've got cannons, you're taking them. Right. They're better cannons, because they can move and shoot. They can move and, and shoot. They can, they're no slouch in combat, either. And now with the uh, the Demon ones, they're flaming. Like automatically, right? Instead of yeah. uh, having to be ruined automatically, up. I like that word. Yeah, it's a baby. good word. That's how we do it. <laughs> but uh, oh yeah, it's and it's and it's so undercosted for what they do too. Well, yeah, and they're so, making all these awesome monster kits, and why would anybody bother? Like that, the Phoenix seems to make it happen because they can fly. Like all the stuff that flies seems to still right. be viable, but like. The Stonehorn for the ogre seems to be the only one that's worth it. And that's because it just halves the wounds. Well, those, and still, chimeras. those two chimeras that jumped my unit today. Regen, though, right? Yeah, they got yeah. regen and a ward, and an ar- they got an armor save and a regen. It's and they fly. Stupid. And they fly. See, and they the got a breath ones, attack. And they get, yeah. what, D3 plus 6 attacks, or D3 plus 4 to whatever. But they're able to get around the cannon issue and get yeah. their spots. Yeah. I don't know, like, with lizards coming out on the horizon, um, you know, I'm assuming some sort of $85 large box type thing. Baranto sword. No, I was just to say that. <laughs> totally, totally. So, but I don't the see T-Rex. I don't see that thing moving super fast, and I don't know. I mean, I'm gonna get like two of them and knock them out. This has got like ten wounds or something. Yeah, I don't, I don't know how practical it is uh, on the tabletop these days. Why are we talking about Man of Steel? <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> huh? So what? So good. We were talking about that at dinner, Man of Steel. Dude, I've seen it three times. You know, I, 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 I've had been to out door. a week. How'd you do that? Uh, I went to the midnight show with friends, and then I went uh, and took uh, my son to go see it. And then my wife really wanted to go see it because told her how good it was. She was taking all the kids, and I was like, "Well, you're not going to leave me home alone. I mean, what the hell? You, you don't, don't even see it yet, like you? Superman. I, I have. I, I've ignored Twitter for a large part because of it. <laughs> what are you doing sitting here? Yeah. <laughs> Good? Is it worth seeing? Oh, yeah, dude. Do I, 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 do I see it. that first or World War Z first? I don't... Superman I think, first. I think both of them are okay. Like, Just solid. okay. Solid. Okay. But he's a huge Superman fan, so some of the changes rubbed him a little a little funnier uh, than... Yeah. Okay. Yeah. That's fair. Uh, yeah. Totally. I mean... Oh, he's so handsome. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. He is. Beefy. He's... Oh, dude, that dude is so buff. Oh, that guy. Oh, I thought you were talking about me. <laughs> yeah. I was a little flattered for a minute there. I'm still talking about you. Uh, no, Henry Cavill is uh, he's a damn fine man. He's a good-looking man. Yeah. Um, <laughs> did things get weird? Things got weird. Just a little bit, but that's okay. Yeah. Are things going to get weirder tonight? You bet. Maybe. Maybe some uh, <laughs> talking. <laughs> what the hell? You gets cuckooed. I love it. Yeah, yeah. that's my favorite line. It's just gonna I be cuckoo tugging. <laughs> fill in the blank getting, there, listen. Fill in the blank. Something's getting tugged. You fill in the blank, weirdos. I don't know. What do you guys think of it so far? I mean, you're running it, so yeah. Well, as we is it going had, smooth? Very. Yeah. You know, this being our third year, we have the right people doing the right things. It's going pretty good. All right. So we're we're still have two games yet in the final. Any challenges coming up so far? Not really. A few rules questions here Smoothing and there. Smoothing by the numbers, uh, baby. Pretty good knock on wood. Hopefully that will That's how we like that. Professional. What about you, Y-Tech? 
I'm having a blast. Yeah. I mean, it's not like you said. I was saying it earlier when Grant was on. I, I'm not just saying it because they're my friends. Yeah. Like win or lose, I'm having a good time every game. You you're know, doing, you're doing fairly well though, aren't you? I'm two and one. Yeah. I got really lucky game three though. We got really lucky. What 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 did you play? I was playing against Joe Garrow and his Warriors of Chaos with Garrow. the with the two the two, two chimeras. chimeras and the Nurgle Demon Prince. He's only I think a level one. He's only got a level one guy in there. God, I hate that Nurgle Demon Prince. I hate that Bob Barker. (laughs) (laughs) He throws that boosted miasma with that level one. And that's just, just, ah, I dropped all your stats by D3. Get out of here. So now I'm sitting around while he's going after everything else. It was, it was brutal. How did that thing slip under the radar though of the, of the playtesting? Honestly, that thing is brutal. (laughs) Maybe it's just me. That thing owns my army, though. What did you guys think of the opening uh, ceremony, like the the oath? I will have fun. Was, that too, Mickey, was that too Mickey Mouse for you? Or were you I, good I was that? already playing my game. <laughs> <laughs> Honestly, <laughs> for me, it wasn't too Mickey Mouse. I mean, it's cute, whatever. I get it. But right. I also get the point, which is settle down, right? Mm. Um, I, don't, I don't know. I don't mind it. It sort of puts you in the right mind frame. I go to a lot of AA meetings, so it was kind of like a homecoming for me. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's sad. I just <laughs> Debbie Downer. I got cuckoo. There you go. <laughs> but you know, but actually, you know, making everybody sit there and say, "Listen, I promised to have a really good time this weekend." That's just that's really setting the tone. And right. You just you don't want to see those. It's you a don't mission statement, super competitive. Bro. It's right out there. That's it. So I just think it's great. So you guys are up from Minnesota way. Yep. What uh, what kind of tournaments you guys guys got run up there that you go to normally then? Well, the big one's uh, North Star. Yep, uh, North Star's pretty solid. I think that's already sold out, isn't it? Yep, crazy. Yeah, you got to come to that one, Wytek. That's a good one, dude. It, it is yeah. crazy yeah. how fast tournaments have been selling out the past two years. I mean, we touched on Adepticon earlier, but it just seems like as soon as you hear about it, they're gone. Boosh. I don't know if that is just like the rise of podcast culture, and so everyone's much more dialed in with. What's going on? Yeah, I think that's part of it. You hear where all these guys are going to be. You're like, oh, I want to go there too. Right. Yeah. Uh, I I feel like because I've been playing for almost 15 years, I feel like the community is strongest now than it's ever been before. I like, agree with that. You just yeah. know half the room or more when you walk in to no matter how big the tournaments are. You know, that's kind of a weird thing because I come into these tournaments and I've been coming. I you know, I think I've only been in like five or six GTs. You know, not little one day at your local store things. Right. Right. And when I first came in, I knew absolutely nobody. I mean, I went, and Joe Flesh invited me to go, and I knew him. I knew Chris Yu was going, and I, that was about it. And today I was here, I, I you know, I grudged you, yep. Rotor, because yep. we see each other once a year, we never get to play. Right. My next two games were against guys I've actually played before at tournaments, and tomorrow I'm playing Nickel, who I've played before. It's oh, like, oh man. And I don't mind playing guys I've played before at tournaments, but it's like, I've started, it's that group, and like you said, I've been here enough times now, where it's like there's more people I have played than I haven't. And right. You see, now you're guts deep in the community. Yeah, exactly. It's I like, think uh, the Twitter thing has a lot to do with it, too. It yeah. seems like in the Midwest, Twitter blows up, and it's like these things have turned into such a love-in now. It's like, yeah, dude, like I've been talking to all of you guys for months about whatever. Right. Like, guess what? I just took a <laughs> sweet. <laughs> you know what I mean? And then it's like I just see you do Pictures dudes. of your kids. Yeah, yeah, and even like the podcast thing. Like I was talking to bro rogers earlier and i'm like yeah it's funny because i'm always listening to you guys when i'm in the car and like vice versa so it's almost like you stay no, caught up there's no need to catch up right. it's like yeah you i know what you've been doing you know, yeah how's your old lady cool yeah like i'll get texts from rotor 
And it's like, just out of the blue, he'd be like, and he'll make some comment. And it was from a podcast. He doesn't reference it. He doesn't say, did you listen to it? Yeah. He just knows I listened to that show. And right. it's like, because it, it's exactly right. We're all up there. It's like, we we feel like we know each other at this point. Totally. You know? Totally. And it's one of the reasons I like to listen to certain podcasts. It's like, maybe, you know, it's, you know, everyone knows I'm more of a garage gamer. I'll listen to some of the more tournament oriented ones, stuff that is not necessarily my style. What's your favorite it's podcast like, these days? Warhammer related. Warhammer related? Yeah. Ooh, good question. I think I listen most often to Bad Dice because I listen to the Daily a ton. Yeah, yeah. they yeah. they get a lot yeah. of traffic from that. Yeah, dude. it's amazing how consistent Curry is. Like, yeah, that guy he's pumps it out. He pumps it out. He's got good topics and he's tight and concise. Like, yeah, he's yeah. totally worth a listen. No, no fat on that. Sh- no, shit. it's lean. Totally, it's lean. <laughs> Totally not the point of this show. <laughs> no, no, I'm just saying. I'm just this saying. is just let's get on. But you know what? We're a totally different thing. Christopher and I, when we started this, it was we were listening to podcasts, and then we'd hear stuff, and then we'd sit and talk for three, four hours while we're playing Xbox or right. while we're while we're having a game of Warhammer. We're talking Warhammer for us. Well, why don't we put a mic in front of our faces? We, you know, we're the guys from the basement. You right, know, we got right. a different sort of different point of view, and then everybody starts sort of doing that. But that so ours is. What about you, Chris? What's your what are you listening to? Uh, hard to say right now. For the longest time, Heel and Hammer was my number one. Yeah, yeah. more of a hobby guy. Is that why? Or? Uh, a little bit of both. I think more of the tactical okay. stuff first, than the hobby. Camp's the bomb on that. Dude. Well, they, yeah, the, he's hilarious. It seems like they started out being more hobby, and then they drifted into more like tournament tactical Petitive. play, right? Yeah. I, I, well, it's, that's it's the way funny because Dan is Dan is all about the tournament, right? Yeah, and right. Wayne is all about the hobby, mm-hmm. and they have a rapport that few other shows get. I mean, Ben had it with uh, Ben Ben Johnson. Johnson, yeah. And Mark and Gareth are still great, but it's not the same. It's no. just like me and Christopher. I mean, we it's knew each other almost thirty yeah, years. Right, right, right. When me and Christopher got on the air, there's something that, and you know, Chris and I, this I like. The way the show is going, I it, think people. Why tech's all right? I guess. I guess. <laughs> I'm the idiot on the show. Unfortunately, I own all the equipment, so he can't <laughs> kick me off. Right. Because I'll take my I'll take my microphones and go home. So. <laughs> Save it for the table. We'll settle up there. <laughs> Screw you guys. I'm, I'm going, going home. How often do you guys play each other? It used to be a quite a bit. Yeah, before bits prep. Are you guys stuff. like regular opponents? Some are. Semi-regular. I mean, we live near each other, and it's like whoever can come over to my house because I got three kids, and I put them to bed, and it's eight thirty. Yeah. I'd say averages maybe once a month. Have you yeah. played Use New Hiles? Not yet. No, I'm chomping at the bit though to play. Oh I, yeah, we're gonna we're gonna get that game. Yeah, wiped by the, nickel. What do you think of the New Hiles book? Love it. Do you love it? Really? What 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 big changes? So, addition to the book, what do you love? And then changes to the book, what do you love? Biggest change is multiple core options. Beyond yeah. just archers and spears. Yeah. That's yeah. earth shattering. Right. Did you uh, play in six ed? Did you yeah. used to have silver yeah. Okay. Yeah, oh yeah. I yeah, yeah. Had, that was Hiles was the army I started with back in six ed when they sucked. Right. So you had those bros on retirement. I've been playing for, that army oh, yeah. since Five it was years. no yeah. good. Tell me about it. You're talking to the ogre bro right <laughs> here. Yeah. Word. All those silver helms that I had to shelve, yeah, those are now viable again. And then um, new stuff? Have you tried out a sky cutter? Not yet. Early early reports, not super sweet. Nickel is using it to not too bad effect, though, getting it up on the side and hitting anything that was kind of tough. He just hit it and start. Is he it. charging it in as a chariot, or is he popping stuff with the uh, bolt drawer? He had one of each. Yeah, and he did. He would threw it in as a chariot when he needed to, and it did what it needed to do. Okay. You know, I was talking to Napoleon though about those, yeah. and his work in progress high off list had two of those sky cutters. 
With, without the bolt thrower. I thought, really? You think they're effective? And it's because of the whole fly thing. You can pick your spots. You can charge over chaff. Yeah, yeah. You know? So Chaff is his game, though. I mean, that's yeah. that's like his deal. Um, <laughs> I just you... won't play that guy anymore. <laughs> <laughs> I, I rage bailed on him like two weeks ago. I'd had it. And I was um, warning you, too. I'm like, bro, I can't believe you're going in. Yeah. Are you crazy? Well, it's, it's going to be three turns of pure agony. <laughs> and it was. Yeah. Um, are you double frosty? I have, and I love it. Yeah. Double fro- the, so the power elements are the double frosty, the book, and the banner. Right. You have those four items, then you're rocking and rolling. Double frosty. Of course, my man, Yu-Tang is double frosty, son. Damn, playboy. <laughs> <laughs> Hell yeah. Uh. That, that, and dude, and that is no fun to face. Oh, I bet. That minus one So you straight. fought, you fought Nichols? Yeah, Nickel dismantled me. I actually, I made a mistake. I thought he was going to attack something. I didn't want him to. So I figured I'll throw my Vargeist up there. They're strength five, tough four. They'll be okay. He was like, screw that, charged into it. And I had like Mm. 20 attacks. Well, strength five becomes strength four. It's toughness six. Now I'm only wounding on sixes. I didn't put one damn wound. I had five Vargeist all just slapping that thing. Let me ask you this. So um, I know at bits here, uh, it's been ruled that Frosties don't stack. Correct. What do you guys do locally at home? We do not stack it. You don't. Hey, you know what? I like your angle, how you're interviewing them, because now we yeah, can just right, use right. this as an episode. <laughs> I'm just saying. I'll send you the clips. Friggin' <laughs> genius. Well, <laughs> For the unedited version. I, really easy. I just, I think that sometimes maybe these questions don't get asked. I, bro. Hey, huh? listen, the fact is, we had you on, I mean, there's, we're not going to sit around and go through everybody's games. No, no, no. Oh, so if God, you got something no. you want to talk That's about, God, just I talk. have an open I, mic forum, buddy. I hate yeah. battle reports. Uh, I they crush my soul. <laughs> We're still trying to figure out how to like best mitigate that. Well, the so turn two, I marched. You. Right. Yeah. What, what I found, we were the worst. We were the worst at that. You got mad. That was that. that iTunes Can I review. make a public apology for raping you on iTunes <laughs> over your first episode? Like. Three years ago. It was episode I'm three. I'm glad you got kids. I do too. Now shut up about him and go out of the world. You guys are the worst. Yeah, totally. I don't want to hear about your stupid kids. I was such a, I was such a I kind of like it though. And the funniest thing is, I read this and I didn't know you. And I, I was meeting you at Adepticon the right. year before this one. Right. And you're like, oh, I'm coming with Brosca. And Brosca, Brosca, wait, Inquisitor Brosca? You're like, yeah, that's me. I'm like, you're the guy who left us that totally crap. You're like, yeah, but I listen now. It's okay. I'm like, you're going to go and change it. I turned to you. You're like, nope. No. Nope. <laughs> tech totally rolled up on me, too. <laughs> then I gave him a smoke, so it was cool. <laughs> I, wasn't, I wasn't mad, but I asked because I just, I mean, I had, I mean, how many Broscas do you meet? And it's, I was just like, oh, just that one, was, bro. Just one. But I will say, I, you go back. I tell people, don't listen before episode like 20. Yeah. I go back and listen to some of those early ones. And what did Christopher and I know? What do we have to talk about? We played a game. We went through it. I, I moved up four inches. Baby. I thought about it, pulled it back an inch. <laughs> but back then, there were times where you guys strayed off off of Warhammer entirely. Oh, I know. Oh, we played this video game, and it was you know you press these buttons. I was like, all right, I'm. It's a tough thing to fight with, though, because you're oh, gross, yeah. so you just start wandering and, and, and just start thing, talking. Yeah, Next thing, you're talking about Man of Steel and who gives a <laughs> shit. Ah, cuckooed again. God damn it. I, I, I care. I know I care. Okay. Right. Do the listeners, though. That's the question. Yeah, I don't know. Well, that's when you learn to get better <laughs> at know. editing. It's so hard to give a, 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 a battle report that's concise and, and okay to listen to. What about video reports on YouTube? Those are better. See, my biggest problem with, with Battle Report is... You can't visualize it. Th- that's it. Like, if you're going to visualize it, you have to stop whatever it is you're doing. <laughs> right. And you have to focus on what they're talking about and sort of 
imagine it in your head. And, and I'm went, midstream. I got the headphones on. I can't stop yeah, doing that. So. Just, <laughs> or like if you're if you're modeling or if you're driving or whatever, like it's really hard to put podcast is like number one you know so what you do is you put it on the cruise control on the freeway and right. just close your eyes <laughs> <laughs> and i'm like okay dude, the mind Ooh, he's making it happen okay. <laughs> <laughs> just drive by braille no but that's the <laughs> that drives me crazy on on battle report and so if, if it's if they know that going in and do like a quick summary like all right highlights i did this i did this right. i did this and i won yeah. or i won because i did these two key things, and or I whatever. Learned this exactly. Right. Yeah. It's you, knowledge is yeah. power. But just black. It's my favorite red Holy shit! Yeah. Sorry, but <laughs> that six, just happened. A six-turn walkthrough is like, oh my god, hang myself. Yeah. Right. <laughs> yeah, I like it better when it's just, what did you learn? You know. I gotta say, right. when we actually played the game on the show, you that guys time. did a pretty good one. That one where, but. You broke it up quite a bit, and you had, like, pregame strategy, and you had all that extra shit, and, and right. okay, yeah. this is what's happened, and you sort of recapped it, and not just, like... And we mic'd that little wooden box, we threw the dice in so you could hear it. <laughs> you could capture the action. I yeah. Know, oh, yeah. I, I trust you. I want a rematch on that game. I didn't listen to it. I never listened to Garage Hammer. <laughs> <laughs> uh, oh, Daddy's making jokes. Making jokes. <laughs> Stay tuned, folks. <laughs> Speaking of which, guys, I do really enjoy your show. I know you guys are completely self-deprecating, saying how every episode sucks, but I really enjoy it. I really do. Yeah, I like it too. I look forward to it when it shows up. That's the that whatever I'm listening to, I get to the end of it, and you're you just move to the top of the queue. Well, thank you. It's just a carnival of self-loathing. <laughs> it kind of is. I think that's fair. <laughs> fair enough. Uh, and super inconsistent. We haven't released an episode in quite some time. I uh, or recorded one. Maybe yeah, a bit longer. We're work. Um, we're gonna do bits when we get back. We'll talk about it. Maybe what we'll do is we'll, we'll just take the clips from this. They've got this super. We'll put <laughs> yeah. our on the beginning. Yeah. You take we your, just your talk audio. About trimming fat. Take yeah. your audio. It'll just be David and us on ours, and you have to listen yeah. to both combined. Oh my yeah. god! Yeah, intermittency crossover. There you go. People Cross are gonna do that wow. much work to hear me. But no, you got this ours super. Ours won't come out for a month. And a half. <laughs> <laughs> That's the best part. <laughs> Month and a half. No, you got later. this super. It's so funny too because I, I, you turn it on and you got this super legit, really well produced. Wow. Intro, like the music. You are who, taking our bits. I do. Who did that? Who mixed all that? <laughs> oh, I God. did. Uh, did you? According yeah, to Rotor, yeah. it was all his inspiration. Pops, bro. Yeah, Rotor. It really was. Rotor was the production expert, and I just did everything. Right? <laughs> <laughs> but it sounds great. But it's always before that even starts up. There's just it. It's almost like someone turns on the mic without telling anybody. It's just it comes right in the middle. Yeah, hey, Taco Johns, man, I gotta go. I just went and did horrible things to the toilet. Well, I just got back from my smoke, the kids' car. All right, should we start this show? <laughs> it's always- so you are a fan. That's oh, yeah. wonderful. <laughs> That's actually our favorite part of it. Honest to God, is like finding the cold open and then cutting into the, <laughs> the theme song and like, yeah. can we make that funny? Can we make that edit funny? And then if we're happy with that, we don't really care about the rest of the show. So five minutes. Well, we need Mikey G. Usually brings the gold on those. Yeah, it seems I like the ones that he starts with. He's not really self-aware, and that's no. (laughs) He's just like, oh my god, I just took the craziest dump, (laughs) and we're like, yep, that's the opener. There we go. (laughs) You know, or Anthony. The fact his name's Michael Anthony. Crazy. I loved that bit. Nobody gets it because no one listens to Van Halen. Well, and what's really funny is you guys sit there, and it's like when you guys try to really sit down and hammer, this is what we're going to do, and you seem to have notes and get stuff going, 
you get you got stuck on it, and then the uh, also Braska. No, nah, I don't even want to say anything. Forget it. You know, you <laughs> right. know but then when you guys just go off on a tangent, and then there's always one guy who's either tired or dehydrated, or has been out all night, and so one guy's always just like, "What?" When, so there's always a, when one, do you guys record? When? Yeah. Uh, he comes over usually after his kids are bed, so we start usually around eight thirty, eight thirty, between eight thirty and midnight. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's the same. I I don't know. We usually do it on a school night. Daddy gets tired. Yeah, yeah, sleepy. Yeah, it's just so funny though. We're gonna bring the heat. Yeah. We're gonna get really into cocaine this next coming season. <laughs> yeah. And oh, it's... that's right. The hobo burgers. I forgot <laughs> yeah. about that. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's right. We need to have that deadly secret that we take to our grave. <laughs> what are we doing? Recording. We need to go kill a homeless person. <laughs> That's right. We're all going to bond with a secret in blood. They're, we're going to eat. They're going to eat the homeless person because then there's no evidence. Yeah. Good times. I feel like this nobody's guy pulled out a little yeah. too far. Yeah. <laughs> like there was comedy and then it got a little. We got to pull it back though because actually it's no longer a secret if we're telling everybody. No. That. Right. Well, something something real awful is going to happen and we're going to take it to our grave. <laughs> it's yeah. It'll be something. It's a blood secret. It'll become some weird ABC show. Or some some lifetime thing, yeah. How far is too far enough? Mommy, may I sleep with danger? Wow. Yeah. 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 Wow. <laughs> Somebody gets pulled on the couch to watch Lifetime. <laughs> Jennifer Love Hewitt just coming yeah, up big. Yeah. Every guy's a rapist. Rob Lowe, we e- can make this happen. Every guy's a rapist. Every dude beats his wife. <laughs> it, it's That's actually weird. It's super weird programming when you think that this is what they consider for women, right? Yeah. Like, <laughs> I know. That is, they've got one yeah. box on the, like, the, the marketing and it's like older ladies and, they, yeah, their programming is so yeah. that they like produced for it. I agree. It's like okay, now how can we? Okay, it'll be a nice story in a suburb, and like she's on pills, and this dude's gonna beat her. That'll sell, right? I just want to watch. It's always sunny in but Philly. Clearly, that's what these ladies are attracted to because that's the only market that they've got, and it, yeah, it's working. Figure with commercials going to run about ninety three minutes after the commercials are right. all taken out, so you're gonna have seventy. Four seventy-five minutes of just heart wrenching this poor beautiful Tears. woman, and then she'll snap out of it and realize I'm going to go live on my own. And then you feel good at the end. See, I think that's the twist. They, yeah, like, here, every episode, I've yeah. never made it past the oh my god, Dave. Here's, here's a snapshot of my life. I live in one of those neighborhoods, and all those people think I'm that guy. <laughs> okay, speechless. I live with a bunch of scared white people. Well, homeless people keep disappearing around your house. Yeah, it's true. That's, that's, that's that deadly secret. Kind of a community service there. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> if you think about it, you're doing something right. <laughs> no one comes over for barbecue at my house. The meat is oh, weird. Oh, oh, oh. <laughs> long pork. This is gamey as <laughs> Super stringy. A <laughs> little they, bit infected. Because they only eat newspaper and garbage. Yeah. <laughs> Oh, Why is there terrible. a gold tooth in this? <laughs> is this podcast gold? I really can't tell. Yeah, I think it is. I think we've wrecked your show. Yeah, no, you know what? Like I said, <laughs> sorry, baby. This is when I said to Chris when we started recording at Adepticon. I can just have people come on and say, "How are you enjoying the tournament?" But wherever the conversation goes, this is the show. Oh, right. God, That's the just... best part of recording at tournaments. Right. We're all tired. We're all snap happy. <laughs> we're just wrecking this. <laughs> <laughs> I'm enjoying it. Cool. Cool. All right. Well, I I don't know. I want to grab a yeah. cigarette. 
Because yeah. clearly I need another one. I need to go down a few more octaves before <laughs> I go to sleep. Real when scratchy. I cough, there's no blood in my cough. There's yeah. no blood in my sputum. Blood sputum. That's that the name burger, of our there's band. There's going to be blood in my stool. That's the name of this episode. <laughs> blood sputum. Blood sputum. <laughs> Yow. Not SEO friendly. No, this this episode has to be a dark secret we take to our grave. There you go. <laughs> at bits. <laughs> All right, Dark gentlemen. secrets at bits. All right, Peace we'll out. be back. Deuces, boys. Good luck tomorrow. Skullbrosawesome.com. Hey guys, if you're the type of person who would rather have oral surgery than put a brush to a model, then let me suggest Guild Painting Services. They're a professional painting service that pride themselves on having customer interaction like going to a local commissioned painter, but having the quality and speed of a large studio. They build, paint, and convert miniatures for all game systems. They're competitively priced, and if you want to talk quality, go to guildpainting.com and check out the quality of the miniatures that they've got on display. If you're a person who likes to have a beautifully painted army on the table but doesn't have either the time, desire, or ability to bring it to that standard, you can trust your models to the guys at Guild Painting Services at guildpainting.com. You'll be glad you checked them out. And we're back. That's Blood in the Sun. So, you want to run through final results real quick? Yeah, Just that to, should be good, yeah. So, Mike Errol won Best Overall with his Warriors. Yep. It's the second year out of the three that he's won it. Dom Michael won Best General with his don't, Ogres. Don't you have a rule if you win three times in a row, then you have to uh-huh. help judge? Yeah. So. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe. <laughs> uh, Dom Michael won with his uh, Best... He won Best General with his Ogres. He, man, I mean... He knows how to play he's, that army. He's, you know, he's a clinical player. Yes. He's very much about the angles and the distances and um, anticipating, you know, what you're going to do. So, yeah, he is a very good player. For yeah, sure. he's, yeah, he's hard He's hard to beat. John Stentz, uh, who I think is from Minnesota, won the best – he won the Snorri Award with his empire. He was also the best empire player. Oh, that's right, the best fluff behind the army. That's yeah, right. he had that pirate hat on the whole time. Yeah. You know, which matched the goblin pirate. Yes, it did. Type of hat. Uh, Mike Norton won best dark elves. Okay. Oh, that's right. And this was kind of cool. Um, you didn't do a first, second, third place, but you have a. Uh, you will have a overall best general. A best in race. Best, uh, but you have best in race. So yeah. as long as there's three, at least three entrants, mm-hmm. then uh, whoever places. So you can. I mean, you could play for. You might not be able to win, but you could be the best. Player right. in your race and still get a plaque, you can, which is so cool. you're still competing for something. You know, Brian exactly. rights on some level. You know, it's unfortunate uh, when lists were submitted, we only had two orc and goblin players, so it didn't meet the criteria. So we didn't make a best ONG plaque. Okay. But then someone changed their mind at the last minute, and we did have three, so they were eligible, but we didn't have the plaque. Oh, okay. So, um, and for the for any units that for any armies that didn't have at least three, didn't you have a best of the rest? Yeah, right. So, so they got thrown into the best of the rest. So yeah, yeah, so top top player of all the armies that didn't have at least right. three representing. Joe Rogers won best army uh, slash best demon. So congratulations to Joe. Brian Moyer won best high elves. Uh, Johnny Hastings won best beastman and best appearance. Okay. 
Adrian Rettman won Best Chaos Dwarf with his cheesy, cheesy list. <laughs> <laughs> Andrew list. Nykamp, Rotor, won Best Lizard Man. Yeah. Nice job, Rotor. Jared Schroeder won Best VC. He's, I liked his list, his armies. I don't know if you saw it. Uh, I didn't. He had the, the uh, I think there were ghouls that were kind of walking through the mist. Okay. He had the fog. Like he oh, I saw the, for the mist. Yeah, I saw the fog. It was yeah, an, okay, it was an the undead Bretonian theme. Right. Okay, I did yeah, see that. Li- that I did cool. see that one, yeah. Kevin Bruins, Mr. Ruins, won Best Sportsman with his High Elves. Okay. Steve Haver won the Best Terrain Piece. Steve Herner won Best Wood Elves. Congratulations, Steve. Wasn't that his first tournament? It was, yeah. Yeah. Him and the Holy Hammers, that whole club. They're a good group, good group of guys. They're a nice group of guys, yeah. I enjoyed meeting them. Yep. Uh, Mike Ballard won Best Tomb Kings. Joel Masseau won Best Dwarves. Lauren Parenti won Best Skaven. Congratulations, okay. Lauren. Glenn Harris won Best of the Rest. And uh, Greg Dupuy won Spirit of the Seas, which is kind of the... Uh, Embodying the spirit of the tournament in general, right? So I don't remember, but his uh, army display board, I think a couple others from his group, did they were have those boogie, boogie boards? boards. Yeah, <laughs> just pretty good. That was a good idea. So that's blood in the sun. Yeah. So Grant had sent out an email asking for everyone's feedback. Uh, you know, how can we make it better, etc. So we're collecting those right now. I have to so do that too. Taking those under advisement, and we'll see how those affect bits 2014. Yeah. And I'm looking forward to it because I had a I had a really good time. I did. Yeah, it was a lot of work reading, leading up to it. Uh, you know, I, I, I'm not going to mince words there, but the actual event and seeing everyone and walking around and seeing the the games happen and unfold was uh, was a lot of fun. Yeah, I had a really good time. And next year, hopefully, hopefully we won't be going out on the same night that they that the, uh, the Hawks are playing for the Stanley <laughs> Cup. That was just bad time. That place was a Madhouse. Yeah, yeah. That was just crazy. That was bad timing. Seriously, because honestly, I had fun, but it was like it was so packed that everyone got to sit with a small group of whoever they were with. Right. And honestly, after about twenty minutes, I was like, I was ready to just say, like, hey, let's get in the car and go to Pita Inn. Right. Because oh, yeah. <laughs> it's down the street. It's good food. Yeah. They're not going to have the game on. It's going to be crowded. Actually, they'll just be hanging out. That would have been. I would have totally been on board with that. I love Pita Inn. Yeah. That's good stuff. So, but, but what are you going to uh, do? Folks, we'll be back in a couple weeks. Sorry, this is late. Uh, this is at least five days late, but okay. I had to well, get Well, there's done. so much, yeah. Yeah, there was a lot going on. Okay, rest of the summer, guys, we're not... Schedule be damned. It's just, I mean, I'm going on we'll, vacation we'll at the can. end of July, yeah. so things are going to get missed up. I and mean, we've got vacations coming up, and right. uh, I'm going to Gen Con. Oh, nice. So, yeah, it's going to be Harrison's first. Huge. So, yeah, so we've got a bunch of things we're doing, and so... You know, just forgive us if the schedule gets a little off, but we promise to bring you the best content we can. So uh, feel free to uh, just jump on, give us an iTunes review, whatnot. Um, yeah, join the forums if you haven't already. Please join the if forums. If you haven't gone to a GT, please, please do, because I think you'll have a good time. I've come to really enjoy it. I, I love it. So, it, yeah, just go and give it a shot. It's a lot of fun. But we will be back in a couple of weeks with more fun in Episode 76. Chris, I'll see you soon. We'll catch you then, David. You've been listening to Garage Hammer. If you like the show, we invite you to join the Garage Hammer community by joining our forums at garagehammer.net slash forum or our Facebook page, Garage Hammer Podcast. You can also follow us on Twitter. Follow David at Garage Hammer and follow Chris at Topher Chris U. If you'd like to contact us, you can reach David through David at GarageHammer.net. 
You can reach me, that's Chris, through chrisu at garagehammer.net. And you can reach both of us through garagehammer at live.com. If you want to help support Garagehammer, check the support page or the show store on our website, or leave us a positive review on iTunes. Until next time, thanks for listening.